Hello, fellow Ronin geeks. This is just a disclaimer from co-host and one-third of Ronin Geek Official Podcast, Alex Austin. Just as a warning to younger listeners, this episode, even though we always sort of earmark every episode of ours as adult-oriented content, this episode will particularly be focused on adult-oriented content. I do not recommend anyone under the age of 17 listening to this, preferably under the age of 18, nobody listening. <laughs> so if you are 18, listen away, and uh, it will be good. So just a disclaimer, though, so make sure there's no little ears uh, with an earshot of this episode. Let's protect the kiddos. Thank you you so much and enjoy the app. Let's <laughs> not do that. I'm glad I'm capturing, capturing some of this breathing. Oh, going you on. know, yeah, yeah. yeah see, because so, here's the problem: is that I can see him doing it. Well. And he's making eye contact with me. So the trouble is, is Adam has brought up a great observation, and that observation is that uh, when we're listening to the last couple episodes of the podcast recorded, that it, at certain times in the episode, we can hear one of us heavily breathing into the mic, <laughs> which is such a nerd thing to do. So, anyway, Totally mouth breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to try and write it in this one. It, it, I've, I've been somewhat conscious of it, just trying to move the mic away, but now we'll try to be more conscious of it. This is just all part of the production process. Really, but it's okay because today heavy breathing is totally acceptable because Let's as the very sexy intro that I've already made oh, uh, has stated, this is episode 69. Did you give an adult content warning? I did. At the very beginning of the episode, there's an adult content uh, beyond warning. Beyond our normal? It, yeah, beyond our normal. Because... Well, yeah. normally we don't put out a warning. Warning! It's just kind of like a surprise, and then but this one's kind of like the, we're being. This one's particularly isn't surprise, but sex, but the rest are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. might catch some adult-oriented humor in the other episodes, but you will catch adult-oriented humor in this episode. True. So. Yes, it's not. It's not a perfect plan. Actually, we never talk about our process. We don't actually write anything. No, prior to our podcast, never. We, no, we just do like keynotes, we, like the news keynotes. Yeah, and, like well, yeah. we have literally like maybe. 10 to 15 lines like point form this is the topics yeah yeah like if I look behind you at the board <laughs> it says the Mando Pokemon <laughs> I can't even read what the fuck that Plane is <laughs> oh playing and, and watching and that's at least a week old yeah that's so. Disney Plus that's that was our yeah. so that was our couple episodes back yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually that was last episode yeah maybe yeah. I don't remember yeah. when I wrote it because I anyway, never update it really but like yeah we don't yeah we just kind of like what is it ad lib is the correct I think terminology the, sort of i think throughout the week what it is is as news things come up we'll be talking about it in discord we go we got to talk about that yeah that's and, true. and it just sort of gets added to the list yeah and then but, at some point by the time we're here we know we have a list yes and we just go okay and alex goes down the list and manages the list like a like a sad father and you and i bicker <laughs> and argue like uh, siblings yeah that's really how this uh, works it's really that's accurate it's a good, actually. yeah it's a good yeah. description I would but say. it's kind of a fun Very thing accurate. you know to kind of explain like we are uh we are super unprofessional about how we prepare but hopefully it doesn't come off that way i think the benefit is we don't I don't want to sit here and say we don't have to prepare because there is some research. No, we do. On yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm obviously but I'm broad stroking it, but yeah, we have the value of we enjoy these topics, so we don't what 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 some might consider research. We consider uh, Tuesday. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, I've, I've met Alex much later in my life, but I mean, we've known each other since we were in grade school. Yeah, I wish. And, I and right, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, we've always had these kinds of topics. So oh, like, yeah. for us, this is this is just conversation. So and and mm. then Alex in the mix is just even better. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rob and I didn't meet until we were what. 
We, so you were I was, a man. No, no, I was in my 30s, and we were both working uh, as gigolos uh, downtown Windsor. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. And cross Let's paths many, many times. Go with that <laughs> slightly less embarrassing story. <laughs> I'm a working man, and I got to make money. Okay. You met at the mail nights at Cheetahs. <laughs> it's hell yeah, man. <laughs> That's where it was. That's where it was. It was on so. the prowl. It was a good time. Don't worry about it. Really, what splits you up, you started making the podcast because you were upset that you couldn't see each other every night because you had moved on to Silvers, Rob. Rob moved on to Silvers because his hair These are all Windsor Strip Club names, by the way. They're totally Windsor Strip Club. Are they not owned by the same person? I don't know. I don't I don't go to strip clubs. Isn't there honestly. leopards too? I'm pretty sure there's leopards. Cheetahs, leopards, leopards and yeah. uh, oh, what's the studio. cat lounge? There's a studio for. No, no, no. That's not part of their the group. Pussy cat lounge. Is, I've never is that heard what it's of that. called? I just made that up, but that's what no, I'm no, calling. No, it's another Cheetahs, one. Leopards, it's like silvers. Right, it's right down the road. Studio from... Four. Those are the only four I'm aware yeah, of. Yeah, those are the only. No, there's, no, no. A, there's one that used to be near my old place called Teasers. It's still there. That still exists. Yeah, yeah. It's Ooh, still that there. thing is just oh. ghetto as all hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's still open, but I, I see like it on my way to work. All I don't think it's open because I think it got. I think it got redone. Well, oh, part God. of the part of the draw there would be like, uh, like the classic girls still work there, right? So if if you uh, miss the ones from the seventies, eighties, if you, you still wanted there. gonorrhea without touching a woman, this is the place you would go because <laughs> it would just be in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh. It's so nice. thick, it's palpable. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Very anyway, nice. we should probably actually get into the topic. Yeah, we probably should actually. We I got mean, some news the, to report. The, oddly, like. Still in line with what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> so uh, we got we got a couple news beats to hit here, and then uh, we'll get started with the the actual meat and potatoes of the episode, if you will, That's and the a, sausage. And can we not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but basically, we, for the episode sixty nine spectacular, we have all gone out and, to some extent or another, or not, played very sexy games over the last week that we'd like to come back and report to one another on how our experience was, and uh, if they were as exciting as as they're billed to be, the sexy <laughs> oh, games. God. And then uh, Did I've we also finish the game. Uh, okay. <laughs> really quick, we should probably do the intro. So, oh yeah, this is this is Alex Austin. <laughs> We've uh, been forgetting to do it. Yeah, yeah, we, we always forget it. Yeah, this is uh, Alex Austin. This is Plebby and Adam. I thought we had a new name for you. We had a new name for him, didn't we? Uh, uh, I'll have to look. There it was up. discussion about maybe me being a squire, but it was never officially. No, given. no, 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 no. Stable no, boy. No, something more. It recent. was stable boy. Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I don't think so. Because the whole thing about uh, uh, Princess, Princess Bride, Bride came up. Yeah. Either way, I'm Rob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> stable boy Adam. Who that works for this episode too. And then an, another sexy topic that we have to cover. Oh, I have taken very detailed notes on what we will call. I'm scrolling down here. Stop scrolling. Well, no, I'm scrolling still. So the five sexiest video games, which is in no way a definitive list. <laughs> so, But we'll go over some of the notes. If I knew we were doing this topic, I would have come up with some actual information for you. This oh, is... no, no, no. I got, I got, I got um, honorable mentions category at the bottom. So feel free as we go along. Take notes of okay. your own and, and, awesome. and we'll plug them. Oh, we'll God. plug them. So, so hold on a second. You collaborated on the, on the five with yourself or <laughs> look i really, did i did went into a spank bank and decided look, which ones they were it was okay. it was hours of long arduous and difficult research okay uh, hours huh. and hours i had Repetitive. to research he there were a lot of strokes involved in the typing Guys, of this i had to research these topics over and over and over <laughs> ad nauseum honestly i was exhausted at the end of it so so, and that's where we find Jesus. ourselves today on episode 69 of Rona Geek Official Podcast. This is an absolute blowout. Oh, oh my, God. my God. So, let's start, with some, let's start with some real news topics first. We got to talk about, first off, the catastrophic 
Tesla event. So oh, did yeah. you guys see I what actually, happened? I don't even know weekend. what this is. So basically, no, no I don't. Oh, huh. So over the weekend, I, so I, a rock. I think it was Friday. It was Friday that it took place. The I event. don't remember the exact date. Basically, it's a keynote. Elon Musk is on stage. They drive this truck out, and it's called the Cybertruck. And it basically looks like, if you haven't seen it, it's a giant silver I, no, truck. I, I think I know what it is. It's, it's going to be replacing like trucking, right? That's the idea. No, no. That, no, oh, no, that so, is something he's working on. No, this is like more like a, I guess it's supposed to be a pickup truck. It's a off-road Tesla vehicle. It looks like something that RoboCop would drive, though, or maybe like an unfinished Bat- Batmobile tumbler. Okay. So, uh, really find honest. me that picture, then. Oh, oh he's, he's pulling it up you. right now. Yeah, so I know here, he is. Here, so. just scroll through him. So There's anyway, the event was huh. so catastrophic. Hold on a second. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this yeah. from Cyberpunk, or is this from the <laughs> keynote from Tesla? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you know what? There's... While I... <laughs> I'm torn with the vehicle. It looks like an El Camino turned Tesla. Dude, but but if he had, like, just like the Cyberpunk keynote, if he had Keanu Reeves step out of that motherfucker oh even after God. they messed it all up, dude, dude, they would have burned the fucking place down. Do you down. know what the problem is with this car? Ooh, I like the camper Everything? version of it. No, no. Um, the problem with this car is, by the way, I'm torn between whether or not I like it, but the problem is the last time a company did something like this where they didn't put paint on the car, they just did, you know, the matte metal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is stainless steel. Yeah. The stainless steel. That company went under. Yeah, wasn't it DeLorean. the uh, DeLorean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that car reminds me very strongly of nowadays DeLorean. The DeLorean is so much cooler, though. That, I think that's a really cool. Is I that love that fucking car. bullet holes in the side of the car. Okay, well let me explain. Yeah, so we'll here's, here's what happened in the course of the keynote. So yeah, basically, we'll basically, somebody tried um, to fucking assassinate Elon Musk. <laughs> as a result of this, yeah. uh, basically the stock has tumbled four uh, awesome. percent in one day. So it's, I think it's begun to recover a little bit though. Oh, based, it'll recover. based on the pre-orders. It's just so panic. the Cybertruck was revealed at a competitive price starting at just under forty thousand dollars US, yeah, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is actually pretty good. I mean, sure, considering yeah. it's a full electronic yeah, yeah, yeah. car. It, and we'll but talk. I mean, they're a lot yeah. less expensive to make, right? Because they do not require a lot of the heavy components. No, that no, regular they're more cars expensive do. to make because they're more complex. Mm, they I don't are know about because that. we don't have systems in place to build them. Like the factories that we have nowadays are built. You have to build the infrastructure to build these cars. But I'm talking about like material cost. Well, no, the, material cost is more because of the chemicals and things like that. No, no, it's just because they each one runs off of like 1100 Note 10 Plus batteries. <laughs> All piled on top of each other. <laughs> Those are expensive, man. Note so. 10 or Note 7? Yeah. Given the way that this thing is going, I'm just going to take a stab in the dark here. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. Okay, so continue. the demo was meant to demonstrate shatterproof glass when an assistant took a large <laughs> steel ball and hurled it at the driver's side window, shattering it instantly. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so Elon tried to save face and play it all off by having him do a second throw, and it shattered the second window <laughs> on contact as well. That's when you immediately say, well, we're still working up the kicks. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. I, I'm sorry, I got it. I know this is a pause. You might have to cut this out. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, I'll fix this in post. Okay, all right, but in all fairness, though, it didn't shatter the glass. That's just, what he said. He said, it, well, it didn't go through. Yeah, he kept saying it didn't go through, yeah. 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 It did take a, a sledgehammer to the side of the cartoon and made almost no dents. Okay, so, like, all right, the glass needs to be spruced up a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just one component that nobody's going to really give a fuck about. I agree. So, like, 
whatever. It was just everyone was just la- it, it became a joke to- online because he's like, "Watch this baby. This baby can hit solid anything." Yeah. <laughs> oh, great! Right out in front of everyone. But I mean, the problem with this though is like this just seems like a stupid idea, and, and I mean, only because the fact is like you get in a car accident with this thing. It's like, okay, now guys, we need to break the window to get this person out of the car before they die. <laughs> oh, wait, it's this fucking vehicle we can't break the goddamn windows on. <laughs> the best part that everyone's like, oh, well, the idea is no one can break into your car to steal whatever you have in your car. Sure. That's the purpose of it. Okay. But I do find the, well, no one can break into your car to steal Just don't your... leave valuable shit in your car. Problem solved. If you're solved. driving a Tesla, you're, you've got valuable shit everywhere. No, you don't. I know tons of people who have like, mil- like, almost, like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in their car. In, like, the the actual, like, model of car. Oh, okay. And they don't leave shit in that car. No. Because we get broken <laughs> into. Right. So why my, would you... My theory is you just leave, like... And it doesn't have to be dirty underwear, but just leave underwear and, like, socks all over, like, the, the, the seats and stuff. And yeah, that won't break in because do that's, anything like, for the aroma. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> totally, man. That's a great Well, no, plan. it doesn't have to be worn. You don't have to wear them and make them nasty and then put them in there. So but if you underwear? look through the window, you don't know. That they haven't been worn. See, what, what's going to happen is people are going to see the nice car, walk up to it and be like, this person's a fucking slob. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that you're going to achieve me. with that. They don't know me. They're going to be like, oh man, this guy probably has tons of like expensive shit in here because he just leaves shit yeah, lying around. Yeah, I do what I want. They don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Keep so going. anyway, the good news is is uh, Musk is now claiming 200,000 pre-orders in the first four days, which would, uh, if that's all vehicles sold, would be roughly $9 million in gross profit for the car manufacturer based on this new car already, just based Honestly, in four days. I mean, I'm torn between whether or not I like it. I The design is weird and it strikes me, but I kind of like it because of that. Yeah. No, I like it because it doesn't look like every other fucking car on the road. Yeah. Oh, it is quite like, That's different. the reason I like my vehicle is because it does not look like every fucking vehicle on the road. That's just because you're in here. It looks like everyone's car in the, U- in the UK. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not denying that. But no, like that's always been my huge gripe with vehicles is that they always look the goddamn same. To a small degree. I mean, I like my car because it does look the same as a car from the 1960s. Right. That's the purpose yeah. of it. And, and I get that. And that's like a, that's like a nostalgia thing. And yeah. I'm not saying that in a negative context. No, no, I'm no. I'm saying no. like, you know, it is what it is. But I mean. I like it. I think it's really cool. It's got the lights on it are light bars. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're full light bars, yeah, top yeah. and bottom. Cool. So it's like a truck with full on lights. But what? I, well, yeah, and like what I'm saying though is like uh, if they put out like a fucking three wheeled vehicle that had no issues and that was shaped like a saucer, I'd consider that over like a regular fucking car because it's just like cool. I, I don't know. I, well, I mean, do, it would have to I look do three wheels. It would have to look. I neat. would do three wheels. All right. Yeah. No. Three. Bad example. Whatever. Like I'm just saying. Like it, there something is unique. a hilarious concept. So they built the reason they wanted the the windows to be shatterproof, by the way, and the reason they wanted the siding to be shatterproof. A lot of it was because this is supposed to be a lot of trucks that are built today can't handle construction sites. There is a known problem with construction site trucks yeah. where the paint gets scratched practically immediately because you're at right. a construction so site. Why, yeah. And then immediately as the paint scratched and starts to rust, rust the paint and bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just starts rusting away and these cars degrade faster than so, they should have. Right. So this car no doesn't have a paint, doesn't it's rust proof. Okay. And it's obviously able to handle getting its ass kicked. So they're like, this is intended for a working crew. That's the purpose. I of mean, this. you can still paint it after the aftermarket. I guess you could. The hilarious part is, if you notice in the art, there's these little wings on the bed of the truck at the at the back. Yeah, that's over the bed of the truck. So what happens is, as a worker, you can't work from the side of the bed of the truck. It, you have to work from the back. You have to go from the back. So if something's at the like the 
uh, closer to the front of the bed of the truck, if you will, then you have to get all the way from the back of the bed of the truck to the front of the okay. bed of the truck in so order that, to that's get a it, problem. rather than grabbing it from the side over the wheel well. Yeah. Which Fair. is what people do in trucks. Right. So people are like, ah, it looks good, but yeah, that's this, this is this is a this is a classic. Oh, we didn't actually like vet the other end of the market, like the end user. Yeah, we who, who actually the... do these things. Yeah, we well, think about the construction did. people. Maybe they did. Look, my theory is this is going to be the chosen car of all future dystopian totalitarian dictatorships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is straight up out of 1984. There's some you know, real RoboCop shit here, man. In like, all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, and, and you know what, you're right. There's probably it's probably shitty for that reason. But at the same time, if they did pull people and they found that this is not as hindering as people assume it is, it could True. just be something different. Yeah, we could be wrong. Yeah, and, and that's happened before. But yeah, we're not wrong. No, we never yeah, are. But other than that, I kind of like. <laughs> yeah. it. I think Whatever. it's a gorgeous car. The inside is just like one of the reasons I like the Tesla cars is because when you get in them, they're just fucking bare. Yeah, because they have two screens and your steering wheel. Yeah, and that's that's. And pretty they soon they won't even have that. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even need half that shit. Not that so it's it's I I love the bareness, the emptiness of the, the cars. Um, what's it? Minimalist. Minimalist. Yeah. yeah. Lots lots of room to hang up pictures and photos <laughs> and things that art. Yeah, if you will. Yeah, yeah. That, which is really what this to is. Have it's sex just, in it. Okay, this, it's, yes. it's to have sex in it. Well, this car. If I have a Tesla, I'm having sex in it. This car is a blank canvas for for having sex. It'll be eco friendly sex. Absolutely, absolutely. So huh. what's the carbon footprint of this sex? Well, it's nothing. The condom wrapper. Really. No, no, because you're raw dogging it. Okay? Raw dogging it. And in this vehicle, you it, it is zero, zero carbon sex emissions. In this vehicle, you do raw dog or nothing at all. <laughs> really, it's a selling point, really. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that just reminds me of Ari Shafir's stand-up. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, oh man. Never heard of him. Uh, oh, man. So you got some <laughs> watching to do after this. <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, so let's see. Uh, other news. Uh, so with the advent, obviously, Disney+, Plus, there's some unintended consequences to some of our favorite franchises uh, that, that have been noticed. One of them we discussed last week, which is the disclaimer in front of the older movies, uh, talking about how, hey, like some of the ideas and things in this that are shown might be a little bit out of place in oh, today's yeah. society. So we talked about that. Something else has happened, though. Something has come to light. So in Star Wars, A New Hope. Oh, fun. Oh, no. So did you hear about oh, this? Yes. No. The Han Solo thing? Yes. Okay. It, is, it is now changed for the fourth time. Yeah. It is now changed. Oh, the who shot first? Yes. Yes, the who shot first. Oh, my God. So now for the for the purpose of the shot, what we're talking about here is the scene in Star Wars A New Hope inside of Most Likely Cantina the where Han Solo- The fucking scene. Just move yeah, on. Yeah, blows Greedo <laughs> away without yeah. getting shot at first because he's a- fucking badass and that's what Han Solo does okay yeah. he knew he knew that Greedo was willing to take him in dead so he shot him first and that's how it works yeah. in most likely Cantina anyway since then uh, George Lucas has softened up and then he added in a shot I think it was in a 1997 one yeah the, the uh, special edition the, the, the special re, edition the remasters yeah and, yeah, and basically Greedo gets a shot off uh, kind of like a split second before Han does now over the years what's happened is the shots have moved uh, actually closer together and then what's yeah. happened in this version is they've moved even closer together, where they're virtually happening at the same time. But a line has been added to Greedo's words that he says. Oh, shit. What does he say now? McClunky. What? McClunky. It sounds like McClunky. It's like, clunky. Like that. And they don't have a subtitle for it. Yeah, and there's so no subtitle for it. So you don't know what, he, what he's saying. 
So why did they add that line? So Good question. We're all asking a question, and the only other reference to this that we can find anywhere in the Star Wars universe is in Star Wars Episode One, when young Anakin Skywalker saves Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks saves him from getting his ass kicked by Sebulba when when they're in uh, Mos Espa. And apparently, Sebulba says McClunky to Anakin in that scene. Okay, that, and that, that's it. That's the reason. And basically, it's supposed to be like your dad or something like that in some. Oh. Oh. Intergalactic tongue. Uh, that'd probably be Hatties then. Probably. Because yeah. it's a Hatties control it's, planet. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a hot space. They, 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 had, they had an opportunity here, which was fix a problem. <laughs> and instead, they just went, we're not going to do that at all. We're just going to do something right now for something completely different. Yeah. We're going in the other direction. Yeah, so. it's like, let's just... That's not even in the other direction. It's in no direction that was... Yeah. The, the choice was who shot first, Han or Greedo. You had a choice to make the right choice, and instead you made no choice by going, I don't know, McClunky. Like, you, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know there was an option, de- like, Zed, but they fucking chose it. <laughs> option, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Two birds in the air. I mean, they're like, you know... We've done some pretty risque shit with this Ryan Johnson character. What else can we shit on? <laughs> hey, you guys, know that most hotly debated fucking scene? Let's change that again. <laughs> they didn't even change it. Like It's one of those things that no, no it's one's like, it's offended like it's not, by it. It's not meaningful. Like, unlike yeah. the who shot first change, no yeah. one's offended by this. It has no value. Right. No one, no one was ever like, oh, I like Han Solo a lot less because he shot Greedo before Greedo shot at him. That yeah. was not in self-defense. No. Yeah, nobody ever said that. I, nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> it made a, Han Solo more badass. There's a term in, in movies where if it serves no purpose, don't have it in there. Or just don't change it if it's already in there. <laughs> if it's already in there, don't change it. Yeah, but the idea is if, if, if this serves no purpose, if it doesn't present character, doesn't present story moving forward or world building, mm-hmm. if it has no value, don't put it in there. That's exactly what yeah. this is. The, the, and they added it so, afterwards. He, so yeah. here's the yeah. thing that, that actually blows my mind, though. So, like, think of it like this and why this doesn't make any sense. We have this whole debate who shoots first, who shoots first. The original is Han shot first. Han Solo. Right. Then we go through all this time. Disney gets their hand on the franchise, starts making sweeping changes. Okay. Does not make this change anywhere near time until now, right? But they also go through the, and spoilers here, by the way, they go through the, all the effort to make the solo movie where he's a good guy all through the movie, and then right at the end, he shoots first. Yeah. That is a character-defining moment for Han. Yeah. And then it carries over to A New Hope, where he shoots Guido first because he's had it with people constantly fucking him around yeah. he used to be the good yeah he used to be the eyed yeah. every, everything uh, you know I optimistic believe, guy optimistic now he's a pessimist and yeah. that's a running theme in, in the han solo film wasn't it like always shoot first well yeah, yeah that's the whole thing is that he was always woody harrelson told him that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so the whole thing is all throughout the han solo movie he's like he's a good guy he's a good guy in shitty circumstances but everyone keeps fucking him over and then right at the end he's just like had it yeah and he and for the first time he takes somebody out before they get to him. Yeah, yeah. So it was like that was such a great moment in that movie, and it's a shame that a lot of people didn't go see it because of the hiatus from the other movie. But yeah. I mean, like that movie I thought was fantastic yeah, because it really it defined the character. Yeah, when it hits Disney Plus, I'm definitely going to watch it again. I the, here's the deal is I I watched that movie and while I think it's an interesting movie for Han Solo's uh, growth. Yeah. I think it is a boring movie. 
Oh, interesting. I did not. I was not. Enter, I don't want to say I wasn't entertained by it. I don't think it was a good movie. There's a difference between it was a movie. Yeah. And it was a good movie. Fair. And, and you know what? I don't think it was the most spectacular movie out there by any means. But as a Star Wars movie where I'm sitting down there to be entertained, I thought that they could have done a lot worse. I thought that there was a lot of scenes that I thought really lent well to the movie and building the universe out. And you're right. There was there was some dry stuff in there, for sure. There's things that could have definitely been done better. But um, And maybe this is a little bit pathetic to, to say it like this, but the fact that they didn't fuck up royally made me enjoy the movie so much more. I, I, yes, and to me that's... And, and I that's get it. That's not a good thing to no, have to say. No, and that's why I said, like, that's why I preface it. But, like, it's kind of pathetic to say it yeah. this way. But, like, in all honesty, they could have done a lot worse with that movie. And I thought that it gets a bad rap, in my mind, more than it deserves. I think that it you should look at it as, like, it's a popcorn flick that with a lot of fun Star Wars shit in it. And, sure, it's not perfect. But, I mean, a lot of movies aren't. And uh, the fact that they were putting them out and they had so many different changes in, like, direction and, and literal directors, yeah. uh, I thought that there's a it, term. it was salvaged properly, I thought. Yeah. There's a psychological term where and it's used in bargaining, in bargaining for money, for yeah. doing sales, which is you set a number and then you bargain around that number because what happens is when you set that number... You set you're, the, you're setting the bar. You're setting yeah. the base. Yes. And not necessarily low or high, but you're setting the starting point that someone's thinking about. So right. if I say something like the number 60 to you and then I say choose a number, you're likely going to choose a number within the... The 60 bracket. Or not necessarily within the 60, but you, the number 60 will inspire your decision. Yeah, it's it's the whole like, oh, I would never I would never sell this. I would never sell this. And they're like, would you sell it for $3 million? Like, yeah, I'd sell it for $3 million. You're like, okay, so now we're negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. And so here's the deal is the fact that the movie was, its expectations were low when you went into it set your bar. Yes, 100%. So that the movie seemed more okay, whereas I don't accept that anymore. That's fair. I I have now gone, I have seen enough movies in my life. That are shit. That are shit and that are good. Yeah. So I've set a middle ground and I try very hard to go, no, 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 don't don't try and fuck the, with the, my this mind. This isn't a Star Wars movie. This is a movie with the Star Wars theme. Make it a good movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't care the theme. I don't yes. give a shit what you do. Make it a good movie. Let's, Make me so, care. So, like, um, and this is actually kind of exciting because now I can point to something and be like, so, like, this. So, like, The Mandalorian, for instance. Yeah. Not a movie, fair, but, I mean, Star Wars content yeah. executed very, very it well. It has nothing to do, that show is not good because it's Star Wars. It's good and happens to be Star Wars. Correct. Yes. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll do uh, Mando episode three notes at the end for playing and watching. Cool. So yes. I got those as well. Oh, God, there was some good stuff in that. Woo! buddy yeah keeps getting better <laughs> keeps getting better yeah um, that was that was my that was my uh sexy thing experience so, so that, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah for all of us a little bit uh so yeah i want to get into uh now we can do the bit of the top five sexiest video games all right and then uh, after that we will do for playing and watching we'll get into the sexy games we've been playing and watching yeah and then uh is... and then i also got some other shit too I'm and sorry. then okay good good and yeah. then we'll also do the mando notes yes yeah All right, so now it's time to get into the headline event, the top five sexiest games 
of all time, but maybe not actually, and also in no particular order. Oh, God. I, I got to know. How did you come up with this list? Yeah, uh, I, I got to know this. Really? You, did, you did not talk to us about this. Yeah, this is new to us. Just kind of spitballing, guys. <laughs> like, <I looked> up, <laughs> so so this up. is going to be fun. But is this out of your head, or did you go online and no, get I, some No, I went and looked up multiple articles about what online was calling sexy yeah, and sexy then, games, and I took like the common okay. threads okay. and just sort of jotted Made down up your my own, own notes. Based on that yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll start. We'll start light. We'll start simple here. This is okay. like high school uh, video editing for music videos. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so this is what's going on, guys. Uh, Witcher 2, 2011. Okay. You played it. You remember it. Yeah. No, not Witcher two. I never played Witcher. None. Not Witcher two. Really? Not two. No, I've only ever played three. Oh, interesting. It's a real character-defining moment in this in this episode or in this uh, entry into the series. So from the character Trish. Go straight to the brothel, but go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> actually, that didn't even make it on here. Really? Funny enough, you, you can wow. talk about it though. No, I'm not going to. So, no, okay. <laughs> so basically, uh, Trish is is sort of a love interest in the game, redheaded character. If you've ever seen the game, yeah. uh, so she's typically wearing some very close-fitting clothing. As well, so that's just what the Witcher's into, Gerald. So that's that, into no, that. that's the sorcerer. Do, do you not know the story of the sorcerers? No, I know. But I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Well, she's obviously she's a doing sorceress a bit, Adam. <laughs> in the scene that I'm talking about, she oh. magically undresses herself. Like the clothing just like sort of dissipates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, uh, boy, they show everything, and I mean everything of her. So uh, from nice. front to back. So <laughs> I they was really, like, oh, they I really got some things to look up later. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a Yennefer guy. Yeah. So now she's uh, she's fully in the nude, and uh, she sort of jumps in a pool, like a pool of water, sort of subterranean pool, and then and then she pulls him in, and then they frolic a bit. So there's some full frontal nudity. You don't see you don't see much of Gerald. So I don't know that this is a very low, sort of uh, fair sort of assessment. Clearly of, meant of, for for male players. Yes, I would say so. And uh, and then you know that that's that's kind of it. And then uh, they don't get too deep into it. But then there's the brothel as well. Uh, yeah. Just like Robbie mentioned, they even make this list. So what I'm proposing about these games, though, is that we're going to rate them out of 69. Oh, how, good of a, how good of a sexy game we think they are. All right. So uh, what do you what do you think about The Witcher? You can even say The Witcher series. I know there's some sexy scenes in all of them. Yeah, I can't use that one in particular. All I can go based on is The Witcher 3. Yeah. And I would probably, out of a 69, I would honestly put them, for me, probably at like a 60. Okay. Oh, All right. Interesting. Interesting. I, interesting. It's a little selfish that you're not adding in the nine, but okay. Yeah, I'm pulling it back just a bit because there is no. I don't. <laughs> you, that that so took a second for you, right? Because there, there, there's no, there's no VJ. Oh, I, oh I there you go. That. Come on. Oh, you're right. That is selfish. I'll give it si- sixty-one. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, oh my god. Because I'm giving it my one. Um. Okay. Oh, come so. On. <laughs> Just fucking move this on. episode's gonna be rough. No, I never, I never played Witcher Three. Is there, is there a sexy scene with Yennefer? Oh, Jennifer? okay. I, I, I to Calm know, down. I love Yennefer. Okay, she's one of my bays. Oh, um, buddy. She, she, because of the relationship that her and Geralt have. Yeah, she understands Geralt to his fucking core. Yeah, Triss is like, uh, the, you know, what the difference is, is Yennefer is kind of like the one, the, the the wife you've had for 40 to 50 years. Yeah. Triss is the new young girlfriend. Mm. New young mm. girlfriend's fun mm. and, and fun mm. to toy with. Oh, but yeah. Yennefer understands when you come home from work what exactly you want. Like, she gets you to your core. She 61, lo- baby. Yeah. She looks at you. <laughs> she, she looks at Geralt and she's like, you know what? I know you need to hear exactly these words because I know you so well. Yeah. And that's what I love about her. Yeah. There's a scene with her and Geralt where they have sex on a stuffed unicorn. 
Oh, I heard about oh, this. Oh, that's such yeah. a Deadpool thing to do. Yeah. And I was, I, you know, she's cool. I, I liked her character during the whole series, and I, I very much enjoyed yeah. her for that. And then when that scene happened, Triss's sex scene is in like a lighthouse somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I guess it's romantic. Lighthouse sex is very passe. Very passe. Yeah, yeah. For Geralt, that's passe. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do silhouette the whole countryside in that's some true. interesting poses. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh, and then, but then Yennefer is on a, a stuffed unicorn. Like uh, one's clearly better than the other. Yeah, yeah. One's more unique I mean, than the other. One's got a monohorn in it. Oh, buddy! A monohorn. So I wonder. I wonder how the unicorn, the stuffed unicorn sex scene, is going to translate into the live screen adaptation. I don't think it's going to. It better be. It, it better, better fucking it be better. in there. If, if they're doing any kind of fan service, something like that would make it in. That would be the perfect. Okay, fan here's one thing scene. you have to understand: the <laughs> show is based off the books, yes, mm-hmm. not based off the game. Oh. So the story of the games, especially number three, I don't think are in the book. Mm. They're unique stories. Mm. All of them actually are. All of them are unique. Uh, so they stories. had sex on a different stuffed creature in the books. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think they'll probably be a little bit of spillover, though. I, I would think there because like they're, be they're there's they are going a lot for of the fans started with the game, right? And they're going for the nostalgia for the fans, right? Yeah. So so anyway, I I, I definitely give it a because really Jennifer. Jennifer's God. Like okay. she's, she's amazing. And the whole unicorn thing is very unique. Yeah. And I love the uniqueness. Okay. All right. That's fair. Cool. Fair. So that's it for the Witcher series then. Now the next game I have up, I don't know if you guys have any experience with this. I certainly don't. So I had to look up a bit more about it to understand how this was sexy. Uh, but it's Second Life. So Second Life oh, was making fuck. a lot of oh, So... <laughs> what just happened in here? There's so much shame in this room right now. You really should have told us about this list first, man. <laughs> Because I already can tell you where this the is going. The reaction oh. in this room right now was palpable. <laughs> just now. Rob and I both equally palm, had face palmed, rolled our eyes, and then pushed our mics going, going, we're done. <laughs> that was amazing. I did not expect that reaction. Oh, my God. Uh, so this game didn't start out as a contender for this list. However, some content that has been rolled out for the popular MMO uh, sim Second Life over the years includes areas where 18 plus players can use nude player skins, and of course it's implied that in this game that you lead a quote second life and you can carry on with whomever you choose or whoever strikes your fancy within the game. Oh, that game. That, it's, it's not really even a game though. No. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a simulation. It's, it's a sim. It's just a sim, yeah. yeah. Well, that, not even that is accurate, but like it's just, it's a, it's a virtual representation. It's an avatar chat room with interactability. Yeah, and that's what they wanted out of it, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, and, and which... It, what it does is great at what it does, but it, yeah. I'll give it a low number. I'll probably give it like a 10. I'll give it, no, I'll give it like a 43 for an arbitrary fucking number. But like, well, wait, 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 don't don't score yet. I'm not done. I'm not done. (laughs) So there's an adult continent, presumably what they mean by continent is a server within the game where it's just an 18 plus server. It's got a physical continent on it. So where you are encouraged to start the game if sexual encounters is your main motivator for playing. So characters in the game can interact by kissing, embracing, or if YouTube is any indicator as to what people do to be sexy in Second Life, uh, you can also dance in waterfalls. Lots of dancing in waterfall sequences. There is so much more stuff in that you have no okay. fucking idea before i continue this conversation <laughs> is world of warcraft on that list no okay good so uh <laughs> <laughs> so first of all i was in college one year of my life i don't want to hear this story i ah, know it's not that bad okay. um i, I still don't want to hear it so bad and i was walking by this was when second life was huge yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I was walking by some kid. They, we had like a computer lounge where yeah. the Wi-Fi. What it was is the Wi-Fi was the best in this one area. Okay. So all the guys with laptops <laughs> wanted to stay there. So we were there, and I was walking by. There's a kid. I say kid because he was my age at the time, but he had Second Life up, and all it was was his character sitting, and then some girl, one of like the digital girls, laying head on head on the lap of the avatar yeah. character. Yeah. And they were just chatting, and the chat was very um, risque, mm. if it were. And I went, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, whatever. Oh, so, uh, you know, how long ago did you meet her? And he, she's like, no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it's like so it's like any game I play. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It was just really just, uh, oh, oh, you're the weird one. Got it. Hey, that's not fair. Yeah, it's fair. No, no, it's just people people get to live out whatever version of their life that they don't get to live out in the real world. So, yeah. and for some people, that's, yeah, I'm going to be a totally hot blonde in this, and I'm going to court some dudes. Yeah. The, the other one was in World of Warcraft, and we were playing in Ghost Ghostlands, so BC, Blood Elf area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Amanda and I were leveling up. We were just playing through. Mm. We used to be on an RP server way back when. Mm. And we were playing through, leveling up, and we just, we jumped off of uh, over a a waterfall because it was a shortcut to where we needed to go yeah. and we look back and there's two naked blood elves oh, yeah. underneath the waterfall <laughs> hey what's up <laughs> how you doing alright you have a good day now <laughs> that's amazing I think it's the only time I've ever accidentally is... stumbled upon it wow god you guys live really sheltered fucking lives that's no hilarious. no I no, just, I I've, just... Se- I've gone through Goldshire where people are doing things to horses man just keep going yeah, Gold- Goldshire <laughs> Goldshire got ridiculous because it yeah. got into the meme like I don't think it was that serious before people started making fun of it. The horse things became no, later. no, 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 no. They did not. Oh wow! <laughs> this explains you. A we lot. should talk more about sexiness in World of Warcraft because you guys have a lot more. Warnshire. Oh no! It's, wait, wait. It's, what, what is this place? No, you're talking you have to about? realize that this is like the cesspit of. This of is the, the Moss Eisley <laughs> of, of internet sex. Scum and vil- Yeah, okay, fair. But it's like it's a quarantine zone. Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, like, uh, like, the most like, players. like Raven, yeah. like Ravenholm, we just don't go there. Okay. So, oh fuck. You guys don't play Half-Life. You guys suck. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So yeah. What? We just don't talk about it. You never play Half-Life 2? We don't go to Ravenholm? Yeah. I, I played all of the Half-Life. But how did you not get that reference? That. I did, just don't recall it. I don't remember. Ugh. Dude, that was like 2009. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, probably knew Half-Life. Yeah. Was VR Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really cool. fucking good. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, however, the boards for this game, Second Life, uh, break down the types of sex that one can have into visual and auditory categories, meaning people who are into each other's characters in the game are likely connecting with one another over online chat and doing their thing. Okay. So what do you think? Out of I, 69? 43, still. Uh, I'm still a low number. I will, you know, I'll give it in the 40 because it gives you the freedom of doing what you yeah. want. And I think that, that, you know, freedom to everyone. Yeah, it's a good You're thing. not hurting somebody. You're not hurting somebody in the process, I assume. So, yeah, it, it. it's it's really a sexual novel. Yeah. With, with a shitty avatar. Yeah. yeah kind it's of. a low poly avatar. So it's not like you're looking at great porn on your screen. It's really the text. Yeah. Yeah. That's and accurate. possibly like calling each other and being like, oh. Well, I mean, it's, well, that's, it's that's not, not really any so different. Hot. It's a it's the multiplayer version of uh, the romantic novels yeah. that you play and it's, stuff like that. Yeah, it's Fifty Shades of Grey, except someone else is co-writing this or, novel, with or me. one of the visual novel, like anime visual novels. That's a great yeah, idea. Oh, I should play this game. God damn it! 
there's so many better things. Move on. So speaking of better things, the next game. <laughs> your your daughter's wondering why you and your wife got a divorce. <laughs> Daddy played too much Second Life. <laughs> oh boy, that's happened. Oh, oh my god. Believe. No, Second Life for me was uh, the Mass Effect series. We'll get to that one. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. No, I'll love to talk about that because that's so, staple. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim 2011 is the next <sighs> title on our oh, sexy, sexy list. Okay. Well, I mean, not really, though. Nah. Not it, really. Like, when you it mod wasn't. it. When you mod it. Ah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. So this is also not a game that started out very sexy, unless somewhat harshly textured Nordic cat and reptilian women are your thing. So... <laughs> Somewhat harshly textured. So, it's an old game. Sex in the original build of the game was very tongue in cheek with book finds such as, and this is where Adam comes in. Oh, God. The Lusty Argonian Maid, Volumes 1 and 2, which we will now read an excerpt from for your enjoyment. Oh, man. I got to go to the Discord. (laughs) You have to click a link. I have to click on I Hate Myself links. (laughs) Can we not do this? Yeah, I'm robbed. And I'm still doing it. Now, Adam, Adam is going to play the part of the lusty. Oh, my God. I think her name is Lift Her Tail. Yeah, yeah. Her name is Lifts Her Tail. And uh, and I'm going to be I'm going to be her her employer, Crancious Colto. And she's obviously employer. Yeah. So obviously she she's a maid in in Colto's. I can't even I don't even remember. All I can think of is the Kaijit one, the Kaijit accent. So this is act, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> this is this is Act Four. Do you want me to read the Lusty Argonian Maid? Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, you can read you can read you can read Cantius. No, no, I don't even Colto. care. I don't want to read it at all. So we're doing it. This is edutainment. We're educating people oh, on on the literature of this has to be on the internet forever. <laughs> yes, it does. But you can do Cantius Colto. I'll I'll do. I can't do female voices. I'm okay. Uh, so this picks up in Act 4, Scene 3. It just says, Continued. So, certainly not, kind sir. I am here but to... <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop. I'm pulling the plug. <laughs> I can't even do it. Even... No, I'm not. <laughs> We're a bunch of fucking children. We're going to move on. I can't do this, man. I'm Basically, trying. Basically, she's playing the maid where she's like, oh, yeah, no, I've only come here to clean your room. The guy's like, yeah, I'm here to clean your hole. No, no, he's, he's like, like no. no, no. He says, clean my spear. That's what it's, clean my spear. It's a spear. That's right. Oh, my God. And then there's a but second. But I'm a poor Argonian maid. <laughs> there's a second version of this where he's talking about, like, uh, or she's like, oh, I need to put your loaf in the oven, but it's 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 just too big. How am I going <laughs> to fit it all in there? And then go on and on about so good. Anyway, uh, this was present in the original game of Skyrim. So this isn't even something that like was added in via, via the modding community, which we will now get to. Uh, so where Skyrim actually became very sexy was in the course of modding and character-created content, which Rob mentioned, which of course has been uh, both clothing-related, or the lack thereof, to, to increasing the proportions of female characters to mythic levels in the game, which you see many times even on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So this is happening yep. out there to actual sex quests, which are all posted on the so-called quote lovers lab. Yeah, lovers lab, which, which is a gathering place for all things sexy and probably dark webby for Skyrim. Um, oh God, I don't know about dark webby. Maybe I guess, but I mean, I, don't know. I, did, I would. I didn't want to look through. Stretch. Yeah, no, I'll be honest. The sexiness of the game, even if you add the mods, is still like a thirty. It's janky. It, and it, it's really what and it is. There's nothing you can do with it. It's like, oh, sexy is naked people. That's, yeah. that's what you get. 
Well, I, well not no, really. I did that's watch not... one that was uh, pretty fucked up. Yeah, okay. So there's yeah, there's a side of this that you haven't seen So yet, how about clearly. this? <laughs> Try this on for size. So I watched one, and this is what it was about. So in the lab, you'll find some weird ones such as a hag raven replacer. So hag raven in the game is like a witch that is yep. like part bird woman, sort of uh, slouched over, really nasty looking. I think looking. I know which one you're talking about. It's and sad that I know this. Basically what it does is it inserts uh, a figure of a more shapely, fully voiced bird woman yes. who seeks to consummate her relationship <laughs> with you uh and yeah <laughs> this is even happens in like in one instance in like a cabin and there's like a bed and everything already set up for you like it's fucking yeah, crazy is there a scene like, yes is it animated? Yeah. oh yeah. yeah oh wow yeah yeah oh yeah there's fully anim- fully animated scenes and, and there's what happens when human beings have too much time on our hands collectively oh, yeah and like then there's the jiggle physics and stuff there's a lot you can add to this game. yeah there's a mod that encourages uh some good old-fashioned bestiality uh with the fauna of skyrim so. yep we need to get rid of the industrial era because that's what allowed humans to have too much time on their hands. Yes. <laughs> Machines. Machines. Machines did this. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this, this is Skynet. Yeah. This is Skynet. It's the long game this of Skynet. Skynet. It's the long game. working toward the whole time. People making mods to have sex with cave trolls in Skyrim. If I make you like digital porn, you can't procreate yeah. to take me over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Well, we are fully distracted. The sheer size and breadth of the Skyrim modded community is one of you the mean largest. Girth? What's that? You mean girth? <laughs> the sheer size and girth of the modding community is one of the largest, most persistent in gaming today. And there is a lot cooler and more relevant content out there for people who just want to non-sexually enjoy more of the actual game, including whole campaigns that yep. have been over overlaid onto the standard game world. And I think they're even developing. What was it? There's actual uh, like um, pseudo uh, game layers that you can actually get through Steam now, uh, where it's oh, like yeah. actual full games, effectively. Right, right. Um, and, or if you're my wife, you like modding it because fuck 60 frames per second. I'm interested in 15 frames per second. Yeah, because Ooh, yeah, has yeah. so much. She shit. mods it. She's got she's got a 980, so it's not horribly pathetic comparison yeah. to the age of the machine, the game. Yeah, and she mods it so badly that it goes down to, like, 15 frames per second, and I'll watch her play this slideshow. I'm like, don't you know? Like, doesn't this bother you? What do you mean? I don't see a problem. You, yeah, your brain adapts what to it. What are you doing? Your brain adapts to it. It's really weird. I what, can't what, do are, it. what are some of her favorite mods? Oh, th- that's a long list, yeah. I'm sure. The yeah. list is massive. Oh, okay. A I, lot of visual stuff. She I'd be curious to know. Mm-hmm. We, should do, we should do a special photo, topic on it. Photorealistic if you mods. want, If you want her on the show, talk yeah. about mods. She'll tell talk you the shit off your ear. Oh, yeah? yeah? We should do that. That'd she knows a lot about that great. So we'll oh, get we'll man. get a, a real guest on here. So if you're a Skyrim fan, check out some of the legit mods and tell us on Twitter what you find and what you like. So you can just hit us up at Ronin Geekery. So what do you, what are you guys going to rate this out of sixty nine in terms of sexiness? This one's low, like a twenty. I would go higher than Second Life. Um, I would argue. Oh, I'd go lower. I mean, based oh, well, on actually no, it's single player. Yeah, I go lower too. Based on Lusty Argonian made alone, I'm going sixty six. I'll I'll go with um, <laughs> thirty four. Interesting. And a, Interesting take. Uh, and a okay. half. 34 and a half. Interesting take. And I'll see if somebody can figure that one out. But uh, you know, the, uh, um, actually, complex. you know who covers a lot of these mods, both the Lover's Lab and the regular ones, uh, MXR mods on YouTube. Does a that really, might have been really who I was job. watching for yeah. some of my updates today. That yeah. is likely who I was watching. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He yeah. does a fantastic job covering those. Cool. And it's very entertaining. So that's Skyrim. Yeah, there's a lot out there, man. Oh, my God. So I gave up on that one. Uh, when I was vigorously researching these. Uh, so let's see. The next one up is the God of War series. So Ugh. very divisive series over the years. But 
these brought uh, uh, video game boobies into the mainstream in a yeah. very big way, in a very controversial way in some cases. So there have been several examples over the years which typically start with the main character Kratos walking into a room to find multiple scantily clad ladies present. They proposition him, which starts a mini game that usually is a timed out, uh, a time time button press exercise with the twofold purpose of bringing your lady friends to coitus and also getting some orbs along the way. Yeah, which is yeah. always nice. It's a low number because you don't really, at best, you see really because it's it's a top down game more or less. Yeah, more or less. But Aphrodite shows up and she's kind of she's all out there too. Yeah, Aphrodite's yeah, I mean, all, but the, she's mostly in statue form when she's like that. I thought. No, yeah. they show her in god form. Oh, really? Yeah. In yeah. flesh form? And, um, I mean, I don't know about that, the legitimacy of that. I think that a lot of people like to tout that as kind of the first game that did that in the mainstream, but actually, technically, it's Duke Nukem. Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, Duke Nukem actually Duke Nukem. didn't even make the list because I didn't even think well, of it. Well, I'm but, just saying, like, yeah. it's just like, it was, like, the first to pioneer, and it's like, it's like, it was a mainstream game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Duke yeah, Nukem that was my like, second one to see digital titties in my life. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. second. Yeah. First one was a Leisure Suit Larry game. Oh, okay, fair enough. I, I glazed over all those because I never even touched the loser. I mean, that's your suit layer game. It's it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, good news. Good news. Got a war made this one. Kratos. Uh, I think. Um, so this is just usually full frontal nudity in these games, but um, it's it kind of made a big name for itself in 2005 as it immediately became the target of parents, groups, and government figures for its then incredibly detailed portrayal of violence and nudity. So there really wasn't a whole lot else out there that was like yeah. know, on PS2. You're right, highly fair. detailed violence. Like, uh, I guess it's detailed, not yeah. accurate or anything like that. Yeah. I did say detailed. I mean, so, you could say like Grand Theft Auto technically also has like a lot of weird shit in it. Yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto like the made an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah the coffee yeah. mod. Yeah. yeah. So, but there's also just like in Grand Theft Auto Five, like full on like strippers. You can get like go do live show. Yeah. And and they're topless the whole time. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of different things you can do. I remember that mostly from Duke Nukem. Rob's right. Duke yeah. Nukem was like. Oh, dude, first. a lot of games did it before GTA Five, but GTA Five is probably the most mainstream game that, oh, yeah. that has ever done it of all time. So. Pretty pretty exciting uh, in many ways. Oh. So, <laughs> what would you guys rate God of War at a sixty nine? Twenty. Yeah. 20. Yeah, I, I'm going to go I'm going to go with a hard 12. Yeah. 13 maybe. <laughs> a hard 8 or 9. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a hard 8, to... soft 3. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now we're getting into the a good one here. Big one for us. The Mass Effect series. And I say series because the initial trilogy was all kind of connected and you could take the same romantic relationship in in, in a few cases all the way from the first game into the final game. Yeah. Um, however, you most likely I don't know, I were... couldn't I couldn't and I couldn't <sighs> take care of Garrus and keep him in my relationship. You tried though? Game. You, you tried though? You well, I mean, I don't know. I thought the series the series was pretty good. I mean, it would be nice if we had like another game after they finished the trilogy, but it's coming. Yet. A lot of rumors firing up right now. He didn't catch it, but I know you did. <laughs> no, I didn't. Really? No. No, I didn't hear it. Oh, you're making fun of there the you there go. Andromeda. There you go. Oh, okay, Fuck no. Oh, no, no. You terrible. What are, what are you saying? Mass Effect nah, Andromeda? He, he, his joke is terrible. It was Andromeda a terrible joke. Rob, you're bad. You should feel yeah, bad. Whatever. Well, don't worry, because this is one of my favorite trilogies of all time, and it's also partly an experiment in decision-making and relationship-building with multiple characters, some spanning, like we said, all the games. Your character, whether male or female, is Commander Shepard. You play as a human in the series. However, as you build relationships with other characters in the game, your romantic options be 
begin to open up. So in the first Mass Effect, uh, the most obvious choice for many human players would have been to pair up with their opposite gendered counterpart for a pretty standard hetero relationship. Their names were Ashley Williams, uh, if you were playing a male character, or Caden Alenko, if you were a female shepherd. I'm pretty sure the majority of the population hooked up with Liara. <laughs> That is the yeah. next one up. So in the first game, you can also strike up a xenophilic r- romantic relationship uh, with an alien called an Ansari named Liara Tassoni. Curiously, this race only consists of one gender, which all appear to be shapely blue ladies with short head tentacles. One sex, not one gender. Ha. Uh, they, yeah, and it's true. That's um, true because they are both yeah. genders. Uh, but uh, the controversy around the first game, though, which was massive at the time, and I loved watching people argue about it on like fucking live news and shit like that because they had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> was there was a there's a scene so where you have a sex scene with the consort, uh, uh, Asari on the Citadel. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. She's and, supposed to be like the head of the consorts. Or yeah, something like that. yeah. Go back watch on YouTube because I know this shit's documented out there. Watch some of the like live news broadcast debates they had about this because you'll have people who are like. The two people who are angrily going, oh my god, sex and video games, and they're like ripping Mass Effect apart, but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> and the third person who's there, there was, I remember one I was watching with somebody from IGN, I think, and he's like, he's played the game, and he's like, did you guys even play this game? Like, you, <laughs> and you even know what the scene is? Because he's like, is is like not even anywhere near as bad as some movies out there. Yeah. yeah. And it was Greg like, Miller. I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, like, he got legitimately mad. Cause he's like, you guys are trying to besmirch the name of a, of a uh, game that has been like, like it was a huge risk for Bioware at the time. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. like an untried IP oh, and yeah. stuff like that. This was like, nobody had ever tried to make a cinematic game like in this kind of caliber. Mm. And like, it was a big deal at the time. Yeah, it was, it was a huge deal. And it uh, became even bigger. Yeah, and uh, like it was a it was a huge step forward for gaming. It was like the uh, I would I don't know if I'd still go as far as to say that because the Game of Thrones of gaming, but like it was it was a it oh, was yeah. a big deal. So did you, did you guys all go for Tassoni in the first game? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not surprised. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I love the idea that that you know if aliens were to invade and they start looking at our media, that part of the message that we send to them is we just really would want to have sex with you. Honestly, that's that's the human's prime directive totally <laughs> seriously absolutely everything we do is to survive long enough to yeah. have sex and have an offspring to procreate, yes that's to further everything else just gets that done yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't there a whole joke in the uh in the district nine where there's like a small brothel of the prawns that people go and have sex with these prawns yeah and they don't not look like appealing <laughs> oh yeah that would not surprise me at all because I, I remember there's a scene where one comes out and so wearing a bra or something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, they're, they're definitely they're definitely smashing prawns yeah like, that's for sure there's so who, who'd you go for in the second game do you remember oh, it's been shit. a long time um okay so the second game was actually i'd say the best of the trilogy i agree um yes i agree as well Ooh, wow did you want me to go over it I'm trying to remember the options. Well, here, I got you. I got you. So Mass Effect 2 opened up some new sci-fi romantic options, including Miranda Lawson, basically a human woman, uh, Talizora Vesnima from a race of aliens called the Quarians, uh, who wear atmosphere-containing exosuits as they are prone to ailment from their weak immune systems. Little little blurb there. Uh, but otherwise, uh, have many human features and are roughly human-sized. You can also get with Jack, a.k.a. Subject Zero, who is mostly a human bionic, uh, a Turian alien named Garrus, uh, who's kind of a mainstay of the yep. series, taller alien, yep. kind of kind of birdish looking face, I guess. Uh, Wait, and you then, get with him in the second one? No, you can if you're female. Well, 
you oh, can if female. if you're female you can. That's yeah. why they wouldn't let me do it. So and then uh, <laughs> you can also get with uh, the last surviving member of a Prothean race uh, named Javik, uh, a Jarell species uh, of alien uh, called Thane, and he's like he's Thane the green Krios, boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the green boy, and uh, and a couple more Ansari options, and even a couple more human options. Yeah, there is so. the the one that I are I, you trying to say a sorry. You said you said Ansari a second time. Yeah, I just a, wasn't sure. It's Asari with yeah, no yeah, N. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. No, there's the redheaded chick. That's like your 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 secretary. Yeah. Ke- yeah. Yeoman. Yeoman. Uh, Yeoman uh, yeah. What's her name? Shit. I, I didn't write remember. her name in here, but I forget her name. Yeah. Wow. You're you're terrible. I mean, I didn't sleep with her. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. Uh, uh, okay, so I actually remember this now. It took me a while. So. When I was playing through the game series, I knew that it was a consistent story. And Liara was the character that my character had hooked up in the first game. It wasn't really an option originally in the second game mm-hmm. until like some DLC with the Shadow Broker came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my whole thing with my character was like, I was like, okay, I think she's probably coming back in the third. So I kind of like stayed true and just did the mission and like went through all the stuff until the DLC came out and then hooked back up with Liara. Okay. And then hooked up with Liara again in the third one. Now, that being said, I made a alternate version of uh, my game file, started from the beginning, and ran through, and what I did was I played Renegade and hooked up with Jack every time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, They. I played through, and the first one I didn't really care. I just sort of had yeah, a, no. I just sort of chose one to have a scene. Yeah. And then the second one I really liked, uh, whatever her face is now. Wow. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Miranda? No. A lot of people hooked up with Miranda. No, not Miranda. No. No, it's the, she's a little redhead. I forget her name. I'll Google it in a second. Anyway, and in the third one, she wasn't an option, so I was kind of pissed off. Yeah, a lot of people actually got uh, irritated about that because a lot of people really liked her. Yeah. And then in Mass Effect 3, there's also a full-on sexy robot lady named Edie who might have at one time during development been a romantic interest option, but it didn't pan out in the end. Instead, uh, Joker, the ship's pilot, strikes up a relationship with her. Which I actually thought was fantastic. It was cool. That was yeah. actually a really yeah, good Yeah, Joker's a great character who, is all, yes. who goes all the way through, and it's nice to see him kind of come out on top, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. No, no that, was, uh, that was fantastic because his relationship was really always with the Normandy. And when Edie kind of became part of the Normandy, right. it made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally, um, totally. So, yeah. So with a standard love interest, there are actually romantic one-on-one scenes rendered with in-game graphics to depict making out, some heavy petting maybe, but uh, the scene never reveals any full alien nudity nor anything that explicit, but hell yeah anyway, sci-fi banging. What would you rate it out of 69? You know, just because I want to give Mass props, I'm going to say 69. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, man. I'd say I'd give this one, this one's a little bit less than Mass Effect in my opinion, or uh, Witcher, so uh, 59. Well, I like huh. 69 because you do actually take steps to build relationships with these characters in the game. If you care enough to answer their lines of questioning right and the sort of you know dialogue options right, then you can get with them. But you really have to try. So that's the interesting In Witcher, you difference. have to try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a, I think there's a better repertoire of games out there for that list. But I mean, it's a, it's a <laughs> Hell yeah, there list. are. <laughs> there's a, that's a solid list for like the <laughs> kind of like mainstream uh, consumption. I yeah, it's just one, just ones that people would know about. But yeah, and then yeah. Uh, they they can relive all the all the sexiness with us as they listen. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So that's basically it for my list for honorable mentions. We mentioned the GTA Five uh, just for the stripper scenes that definitely came up. Leisure Suit Larry oh, came hot, up. In the hot coffee mod for for GTA what was it, three. San Andreas. No four. 
San Andreas. San Andreas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was the hot coffee mod, which was obviously uh, it was a mod that was actually well. It was it actually mod. it was actually a scene yeah. that they that they closed off, and yeah. then people modded the activation sequence. For well, it, it was literally still printed on disc. So yes. at the time when San Andreas was still on the shelf in its first printing, it went from a mature rated game to the from the ESRB. Uh, the ESRB moved it into uh, an adult only rated game, which is effectively a death sentence for any game. So it was yes. pulled from shelves. Which, to be honest, I don't think it would have been. Not for San Andreas. No, not for not for Grand Theft Auto. It would have bu- still I'm bumping in fine. here. Kelly Chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeoman Chambers. Yep. Kelly Chambers. Yeah. Yeoman Chambers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Like that. That is a. That is an. Uh, I think a very incorrect way of looking at it. I mean, more so today. I don't think that that matters anymore. But like oh, no, even back then, not. Grand Theft Auto is such a heavy hitting title. I don't think it would have mattered. It would have. It would have hit them hard at launch. But it would have filtered out to people. Yeah, totally. And and the crazy thing is, is you know, having worked at GameStop for a long, long time, that wouldn't have stopped anybody from buying it for their kids. Nope. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. People no. will just adults they, don't know what they're buying. I don't think they well, care. Well, we, we would we would try to tell them when it was like you know pe- you know people coming in for GTA you know four or whatever at the time, right? We yeah, try but- to warn them like, hey, like just so you know, like in this game, this is the one where like like you have sex with prostitutes. Like that happens in this game. Your kid can do this. Yeah, but I don't think I think they still think there's a level of disconnection. Like we play these games, we know we know the emotional impact as gamers what that these games have. Mm-hmm. These parents look at video games and go, "It's not going to provide you real emotional impact." Right? Much like chess doesn't, or playing with your action figures doesn't. Right? That's the way yeah. they view it. Right? We don't have that view anymore. I wouldn't say because we're well past that. Yeah. Now people who played those games when they were kid when they were kids and had those emotional and now have kids now have kids so now yeah. they're going whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second I understand it's still just a pixelated art yeah but that Donkey Kong <laughs> yeah he's got it on <laughs> so like there is a, yeah there is a it, that times have changed <laughs> times have changed so any, anything else you guys can think of uh, before we get into the uh, the other main topic yes oh my god yeah which one uh, Devil May Cry Devil May Cry especially number five. Or six was for six. sexiness. Yeah. I don't remember anything okay, first, sexy in first of all, games. Dante is sexy. Okay, okay. Well, you got me there. Actually, no, yeah, not Beach there. Volleyball. I was gonna say Beach Volleyball. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, Dead or shit, the Dead or Alive se- yeah. Uh, series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that didn't get brought up. Soul Calibur six for Jiggle Physics as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, or uh, if you want to play as a lizard with a huge dong. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's you right. remember that? Yeah. That was like all over the internet. Nope. Really? No. Nope. Yeah, People yeah. made custom characters. They made a, a lizard with a cock, but this big. Yeah, you can apply. <laughs> you can apply in- like no, that was the girth. <laughs> you can apply inanimate objects to the character builder in, oh, in no. uh, Soul Calibur Six. And I'm yeah, so somebody made a lizard gift. man with just a gigantic <laughs> oh, schlong, just a massive, massive schween. <laughs> so it was insane, man. Oh, humans. So... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just Calibur. because you can. Yeah. <laughs> lizard. Let's see if it comes up. He's gonna look it up here for us. I type in Soul Calibur Lizard. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not very hard to find. Instantaneous. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> There's your lusty Argonian maid. Wow. Oh, that kind of looks like a rocket ship I make in a Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> <laughs> also a very sexy game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Is there a video for it? Yeah, there is a video for it. Oh, no. Does it have jiggle physics? Oh, man. You are oh, wait, gonna... wait. How about, uh, how about like The Sims? In the Sims games, you could uh, they, they, they get it under the sheets, and there's like shower scenes where everything's blurred out. Yeah. So kind of kind of more classical style. Oh, he's Voldo. That's his animation yeah. set too. Great. 
Yeah, yeah great. Because that's not creepy. Valdo, of course. He leans back like Spider style, and his dick is just sticking straight up. Oh yeah. my god! Valdo, Valdo was like a BDSM dressed <laughs> character from Soul Calibur series. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. no. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! That's was... on my Google previously watched. I gotta get rid of that later. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you know, whoever did that really stands as a paragon of the gaming universe. So just a really stands just erect a... against the Jeez. masses. Hell yeah! <laughs> God, we love our puns, oh our, our dick puns way too much. Okay, okay, let's see. We'll save it. All right, so part of the episode 69 challenge for the Rona Geek Gents was to try and play something sexy over the last week. So uh, I know I know I tried. I know I know Rob did. You said you didn't try, or you did? Oh, I'll get. I'll, I'll cover what. Okay, I we'll cover. Me. So, yeah. but but Adam, Adam, uh, you played a game all the way through, is my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I cannot wait to hear what it was <laughs> and what happens. This is officially Rona Geek Fish Podcast playing and watching. And uh, go ahead and take it away. So I want you to know first. Um, now my ads are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can show you how to fix that if you want. Oh no, I, I have everything shut off as much as I possibly can, but it's still there. Oh, no, I can tell you how to fix that later. But go All on. Right. So, IT, I know how to fix it. I okay, just don't want to. Sure. Okay. Yeah, YouTube watch history is, is somewhat uh, questionable now. Yeah. So, because I, I did a bunch of research and looked for different games, so now vigorous, vigorous, vigorous research. research yes. So now. Every once in a while, I'll get this ad like, oh, do you want to go play this sex game? I'm like, no, I don't want to go play this sex game. I played one. Fuck off. And you're on like CNN. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be on like Ars Technica or something. (laughs) So um, I played Negligee Love Stories. Awesome. I love the title. Um, This game was actually very educational. Okay. First, I learned what negligee was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a little see-through, a little yeah, see-through. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I was pronouncing it very terribly before. Yeah, yeah. How were you pronouncing it? Uh, negligee. Negligee? Yes. Nice. Negligee or something like that. Negligee is way sexier. Yeah. Negligee. And so basically, it's actually a prequel sequel. I didn't realize that until afterwards. Interesting. So negligee, just negligee, the title negligee, is a game kickstarted. It was the first ever... Um, adult content game on Steam. No kidding. Yeah, in fact, it, it's that's, got that's yeah, that's a that's a pretty wild title to have. That's why I chose. Interesting. It. Huh. So what happened is it got put on the Steam system, and yeah. Steam shut it down. Steam took it off, and everyone was pissed. Yeah. Was, was it was it for censorship reasons? Yeah, censorship. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I didn't know. Yeah, they this is where that. Steam censorship got fucking gunned down. Interesting. Yeah. So Steam was like, no, we're not allowing this. This yeah. is not what we're going to do. And everyone sort of went, oh, whoa, 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 what the fuck? No, you're not stopping this. Huh. And it, like there was, it went, we got up in arms about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was nasty. It was nasty. Jeez. And then Steam went, okay, fair enough. So they sh- completely cut out a bunch of their user agreements and stuff like that. And they allow adult content on it, depending on country, because the, they have to follow yes. the laws of the country. Yes, but, um, but and you can also say like you can filter it out. It starts off, I think, filtered out, but you can say no show. You these. literally cannot find the game in the store unless you're logged into an account. Okay, yes. and that account is of a certain age. Okay, yes, it, you literally can't find and it. And on an IP from the country that that is okay to see. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is very limited. Okay, uh, but they do allow it. So. It, 
And then now Steam, because of this game, because of that argument, allowed a bunch of other adult games. Oh, yeah. So this was the beginning. It is That's flooded why I chose this now. Game. It's flooded. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah. So this game was so bad that... So what happens is the creator is a Kickstarter. For a lot of any of the countries that don't allow it, you can actually go and download a patch from their website directly right. to put the adult content back in. Yes. To oh. get rid of the censorship. Interesting. Yeah, did. So for the countries that require censorship, yeah, it's not up to Steam; it's up to the country. Right. You can go and download the patches. Okay. Yes, but that because the the individuals doing it, it's not marketed that way. It's allowed, like it's a loophole, effectively. Yeah, I don't remember the exact. Or thing. or like they're just nobody's gonna fucking hunt down the people downloading a fucking mod for this game. Yeah, so. <laughs> depends what country you're in, but yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's the deal. So that's what that's why it was on my list because it had a interesting political background yeah yeah. so the first game was about your character you take over the, the man the original manager of the store basically up changed your life quit one night you know texted the boss quit one night and just fucked off okay and you show up you're hired quickly like you need to hire you need to work here you're a manager here now and it's a it's it's a lingerie store where mm. the women to sell the lingerie wear the lingerie the workers okay so that's you, you. You see where this premise is going, yeah, yeah. and you that's travel. A great setup. Yeah, you yeah. travel through the story. You meet these four four interesting women. Yeah, and you go and you have a journey with them, or three interesting okay. women. I don't know. That's not the one I played. Coincidentally, I didn't know this before. I fucked oh. up and got the wrong one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got the prequel sequel. Okay. Negligee love stories. Okay. <laughs> and it tells the story of how the the girls that you meet in the first one, how they got to that position working at that store. Oh, man. And then it has a sequel section, which is a very sh- small section of yeah. what happens after they're done with the store. Oh, uh, like an epilogue kind of deal. Or not an epilogue. Epilogue to the story. Not epilogue to their character. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, not necessarily that they left the store. So it follows a few characters. I had it up. Um, one of them, the first one I chose was a character named Charlotte. Okay. Who it's her discovery of her being a lesbian. So there's a lot of lesbian porn out. I'll be really honest, I was very underwhelmed. By <laughs> um, <laughs> Good to know. Good there, to know. <laughs> in the whole thing, there was probably three, four pains. Like pain like it was it was all um text based. Yeah. And honestly, ninety percent of the game was me pushing the space bar and them talking. Yeah, yeah. Just go yeah, go and I read it all. Yeah, yeah. I read it all because I'm yeah. I'm totally down for the story. I read it all. And then every once in a while, there'd be like a pain of, you know, a vagina or a dick or something. So this is like a visual novel. Visual novel situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they would try and fake animation by like doing translucent hands. hands. Camera pans. Like the hand would be semi-translucent. Yeah. So you look, the hand is showing action, but it's not actually animated. Uh, Stuff like that. (laughs) And so you just, you basically just do Flash level animation. Not even. No <laughs> yeah. animation, just multiple, just, just one piece of art. images. Nope, not even that. But what, what? would the hand do? What? Come on. <laughs> well, I need to know. Jerking off a dude, you motherfucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> or in this one, not. In this one, actually, coincidentally, not. But, so, <laughs> lesbian story, right? So, you, you follow the story. It's very anticlimactic. Yeah. If, if I so, you, you follow this, this journey, and it is a text base of her basically coming, becoming comfortable with herself. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. You, yeah. There is a sense of, I like the idea that she didn't change as a character. She just became more confident in herself. Oh, okay. So she was still kind of me- meager. Yeah. She's a meager character. Like she, meek? Like meek, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant, meek. Okay. She's a meek character and she stays meek, but yeah. she's now more confident in herself. So would, you, would you say it's a positive message that, that it seems to be seeking to impart on... Oh, definitely. The okay. whole game almost inspires you. If you, Out of the choices that you make, right? You know how these things are. There's yeah, a yeah. bunch of choices you can make. Every time you can make a choice, you should choose not to have sex. 
that is the correct, that is the good outcome in the, in the story. Interesting. Huh. Generally. So, so they, they reward you, I mean, if, if you're into the game, they reward you based on the story by, by choosing not to at different junctures in the game. Yeah, by choosing, because usually the story is, hey, the sex is degrading that character yeah. and uh, you know, want them to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but sometimes. Sure. So it, there is a, a line, it's it's have sex in the appropriate times, not just have sex for the sake of having yeah, sex. Yeah. They, they reward you for adult behavior. Cool. Not just have sex with everything. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So that's Charlotte's story. The next one I got was fucking dark as shit. Okay. <laughs> Take, taking a turn here. Yeah, taking a real... Like, that ended with like these two couple, the, 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 the two girlfriends yeah, yeah. that met each other. Kind of one realized she was lesbian. They, they became friends, became yeah, yeah. girlfriends. They separated. They came back. It was yeah. a happy ending. Oh, it's a beautiful, it a beautiful, beautiful, ending. beautiful ending. Yeah. And the next one was fucking... Dark. So you know the manager that I mentioned that left from the previous game? Yes. That left and put you in charge? Right. You follow her story. And the story is she's in a shitty marriage. And she ends up meeting a guy who sort of loosens her up and, you know, opens her up to the world. And, you know, she was feeling bad. And she used to discover that she wants attention. Yeah, yeah. Turns out by the end of it, you, you're going through the story with this other, you know, she's cheating on her husband. There is a moment where she does tell her husband that she wants a divorce, but he doesn't yeah. want it. And there's a whole battle. By the end of it, the final scene is the husband shows up, kills your boyfriend. Oh, shit. And then kills the manager and hides the body. What the Whoa. fuck? And that's why the old manager suddenly disappeared. She had sent a, a I quit message. The, the manager, had the yeah. old manager, your character, had done the I quit because she was intending to just leave town with her and new just boyfriend. Away, yeah, yeah. And just go away. Yeah. But that same night, after the message was sent, yeah. the husband came in and killed both of them, hid the body. So everyone, while well, she quit and left her job and just left. So they just assumed she had just left because wow. of her previous message. Yeah. And that's what happened. I just, went, I was literally, I was playing the game and I had Amanda, um, my Amanda, my wife. Yeah, yeah. In the other, by the way, a lot of these games I was playing with my wife sitting at her computer. Literally right next <laughs> to me. Literally right next to me. Like length. the same distance yeah. we are right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literal arm lengths. And I just sat there at one point and went, oh, God, that's dark. Because <laughs> it was just so sudden. I was like, holy shit. And she's like, wow, you're really into this. <laughs> like, I just was not expecting that. It's, like, it's not even a sex scene wild. or anything. No. Yeah, no, no it wasn't even the sex scene. It's I didn't wild. care. I did not care. The sex scenes, I didn't care about them. Yeah, yeah. I cared more about the story of these yeah, characters, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, so, so halfway decent writing anyway, if it can get uh, you in like that. Mostly predictable, except yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I didn't know the people's writing style at this point. I'd okay. only seen one, I had an example of one. I thought all yeah. of them would be happy endings. Yeah, yeah. Then the third one was pretty interesting. It was, you followed a stripper and she wanted to make something more of her life. Okay. And that, it's as simple as this. You're given a bunch of options. Go be a hooker, basically. What the go fuck? Be a porn, go be a porn star, go be a hooker, or a third option. I got the third option. I got the happy ending. Movie. <laughs> uh, moving on with my life. <laughs> I, the story really wasn't, I didn't care that much. It was basically, yeah. don't sell your soul. That's the message of this story. Interesting. Yeah. The final story, I think, was one that, while not as shocking as the other one, yeah, it yeah. was, I thought about it, and I don't know whether or not I should give the writers credit. So well, I don't know if I should give them credit for I'm this. He- I'm here for the shock now, so I don't know. No, there's no shock. Oh. So this character, you follow her, and you quickly discover she's addicted to sex. Okay. Okay. Um, she's it's a re- real world affliction. Yeah, actual she's addiction. Fairly yep. young, um, but she's addicted to sex. And what happens is normally you're given options: Do you have sex? Do you not? Mm. Those are generally your choices. Or sometimes they're: Do you have rough sex or not? This one is: 
do you have sex? I say, no, it happens anyway. The scene plays out. Mm. She says, uh, no, but I will. And then the next choice, do you have sex? Do you not? No, uh, but I will. So even though you've said no, every single time she does it anyway because that, she can't help yeah, herself. Yeah, that's definitive of addiction, right? That's so a- addiction, the, the clinical definition of it is it's, it's you're, you're engaging in an activity that you don't even want to be doing. Yeah. So you're just driven either either chemically to do it or or by some physical force yeah. to do it right within you. So it's yeah, yeah it's very you're, very And accurate. over the course she she kind of stops enjoying it and she just she 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 sacrifices, she gives into this. And at the end of it, I don't remember exactly her ending because I was more interested in the storytelling yeah. of how they portrayed the sex addiction yeah, yeah. for me as the player yeah. because you don't want to do this. I said no, I don't want them to do this. But it happens anyway, and so that's kind of what happens. The, does, does she like? Does she go on Doctor Phil and get help? Like, what happens? No, I think she she gets her shit together, um, and she has a really bad sexual experience. Oh, um, and she kind of goes, "Oh, okay, I'm into sex. I like it, but I gotta control the shit." Yeah. So she just she learns to control her shit. Interesting. That's, she she takes control of the situation. Yeah, they that's seem good. they seem a lot more nuanced than I expected they would be. And that's exactly. It. And so there were plenty of you know pictures of of you know hentai basically it's a yeah. cartoon yeah not a single one did i care about but yeah. they were there i'm actually here for the story <laughs> it was kind of strange I was, it wasn't bad i yeah. i was not upset by it i was like okay well they were fairly predictable but i i liked one of them shocked me and yeah. one of them told an interesting t- told the story interestingly through the mechanics yeah there's um that's one thing that uh playing these games like a lot of them they get a bad rap because of what they are uh but like they will surprise you some of them uh mechanics some of them story-wise it's actually kind of interesting because people will find these nuggets and you'll start to hear about it online you're just like i know what this game is don't look at me weird guys check this out and like you're like okay you're weird. And then, no, and then, I would never suggest back. anyone because I'm sure other games can do it without the. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Content. Of course, but like, but some games use it as a uh, way to rope people in, <laughs> yeah, and then tell a good story, which is entertaining as shit when that happens, <laughs> because that's what you get, and then it, it's pretty entertaining stuff. But what happened with you, Alex? What was your journey like? Well, I tried. I tried. I tried uh, <laughs> to to vigorously research this topic as well, and and, and to play a game as well. Um, so it led me down some dark paths early on. <laughs> so I, I didn't have a nice, fulfilling experience like Adam had. So I tried a few games that I had found on the Apple App Store. So because I was just playing on my phone or on the computer, I was trying to find oh Flash. Oh, you were at too. work trying to play? <laughs> no, 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 no. At home. I was at home. So, But I didn't have a lot of time as App usual. Store. So anyway, I, I ended up finding uh, some games. And, and some of them were, were not great. So I'll, I'll read off a couple titles here. Uh, so one is Blood in Roses, Shall We Date? <laughs> Another one was what just called fuck? Dream Girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> dream, oh, yeah, Dream Girlfriend's all over the place. And then, and then, but the one I ended up playing the most of, uh, which I, it's not, it's not a terrible game per se. It's definitely like, um, uh, like mobile garbage clickbait, like just trying to get you to click on random yeah, shit yeah. that's popping up all the. It's so annoying. Uh, but it's called Moe Exclamation Point Ninja Girls Colon Visual Novel, and uh, it says sexy happenings. Please tell me it's a symbol for colon. So what's that? <laughs> there is a symbol. <laughs> Yes, so and that is the full uh, unadulterated title of it. So anyway, in this game, uh, basically, I, I need a bunch of characters in here too. But you our a story bunch of sexy ninja assassins. Well, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'm but down. our story, our story starts in spring, 
and it's cherry blossom season in Japan. <laughs> yep, yep, it's true. You're Kazuki, the newest student at school, and you've got some secrets, and you're trying to keep them. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So other friends in school, you immediately befriend a guy named Johnny Spicer. He's oh, a Western God. transfer student in Japan because he loves anime and Japanese culture. He's showing you around. So some girls you meet early on through a sequence where one girl is riding a bike, and then she runs into another girl, flies through the air, and then you have to choose which girl you want to land on top of you breast first. So, <laughs> Wow. Yes. Uh, of, of course, I chose Tenge, uh, so that's, because why wouldn't you? So she's extremely hot. She's purple hair. Uh, okay. The, the, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, and like, the, I know what she looks like. Yeah, <laughs> purple hair is a defining factor of attractiveness. Oh, well, no, in anime, but. Yeah. yeah. And then from there, you're just trying to get through your first day of school, which you do, and you make a lot of friends. But then on your way home, you're encountered by a ninja lady named Enju. And Enju is a scantily clad ninja woman who is trying to kill you. However, Ensuing in the fight that takes place between the two of you, which is just random still images flashing across the screen, <laughs> which is so so annoying. So you end up you end up slicing toward her, and it's giving all these descriptions of the fight, and it says something along the lines of like you fail you fail to cut her flesh. Instead, you now, only are you graze... actually fighting her like a Pokemon fight? No, it's just click touch. It's just happening. Yeah. It says all you manage to do is graze the underside of her blouse, and so the blouse starts to open up underneath a little bit. <laughs> And then for going through this and choosing the right dialogue dialogue options, they gave me uh, a, a very sexy picture of her laying Ooh. on the ground with blouse half open that I can reaccess on 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 the app for research at any time. Ooh, nice! So yeah, yeah. And then on top of this, there's there's in game events that are happening, so you can have quote ninja battles, which is kind of like so a what's card the mechanics of this game. So well, the one is just a visual novel. You're just clicking through and choosing a few dialogue okay. options as you go through. And then there's also a ninja fights mode where you actually do collect cards of characters in the game. And it goes from like S class all the way down to like D class. So in the S class, are those cards, their breast sizes or close? The S class card that I won on my first round uh, was actually of the purple haired girl named Tenge, and uh, it was of just of her in like a like a bath towel, like a loosely hanging bath towel. So and her breasts are very prominent in the image, and then that became like my S class card. Anyway, I won my first fight, but then like I was out of S class cards. Then I started to lose a bunch of fights. But you can win in game currency by doing these things, and then you use the in game currency to buy more cards and accessories to accessorize those girls as well. So it's a little bit of a dress up game on the side I'm, too. I'm kind of confused because most of these mo- there's got to be like you know the Yu-Gi-Oh nerd yeah that loves this shit yeah like I'm gonna play Yu-Gi-Oh Magic the Gathering and uh, breast monsters or whatever the fuck What's well it, it was something, uh, something ninja? ninja ninja scroll no um, ninja scroll nin- <laughs> nin- oh god though that's also totally also different so uh, <laughs> this is called Moe exclamation point Ninja Girls okay. Yep. So anyway, that's that's about it. I played a little bit more, and then and then it, I got to a point where I ran out of quote story tickets, and uh, to to you have to pay for it to continue the story. Yes, and then and then you'd have to pay to continue the story because it's like a three hour timer that counts down to get you yeah. more story tickets. Oh. And at that point, I was like, well, fuck this. <laughs> I moved on with my life. The story's not good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's no. the, it's how they get the money. It's how they get it's, the money. it's basically every option it offers you is basically an option. 
Um, uh, your character Kazuki was it only ever scantily clad. Y- yes, your okay. character Kazuki is is some sort of like manipulative sociopath. So every option is just basically a way for you to manipulate women to either like you or dislike you based on the woman that you like. God, that sounds awful. It yeah, is... well, I mean, that's like a lot of these games are like yeah, yeah. terrible fucking games. Really? Oh yeah, in yeah. that regard, yeah. So like, if you're if you're a youth. A young person, and you're playing this game, thinking that it's in any way a reflection of real life conversations. You're going to be fucked, and not in the way you want. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah. when you're you going to be socially up, awkward, wrong, yeah. and being considered a perv. When you grow up and you think these kinds of interactions maybe do happen out there, you're wrong. If you're out in public <laughs> with a female that you only casually know, and she trips, and you stop her from falling by grabbing both of her breasts firmly, thus holding her up off the ground, she's not going to thank you. <laughs> like, that is not going to happen. No. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but that that's the kind of world that this game is trying uh, to uh, portray. Yeah. So, anyway, that was Cla- the one I played the most. Classically... Yeah. yeah, and There's, then and then I went online and I was just searching for like flash games or whatever to see like what 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 do people play? What what do they play when they go on and they do this stuff? What are they doing? And uh, pretty quickly found myself at like Newgrounds. dot com. That's is, still a thing. It is. I was shocked. So this has been like <laughs> yeah. what, twenty years that this has been around now. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. But uh, but there was some there was some uh, like flash games on there and stuff, and they were awful. They were absolutely terrible. Actually, no. Correct. Correct that. Some of them actually had some sexual content in them, so they sort of flagged in the adults-only section. Oh, okay. But then when I opened up the games, they were actually pretty smart-looking RPGs. So it looks like there was actually some good games in there, uh, but I really didn't give enough of a shit to try and find out where they were. So, <laughs> yeah. Because um, uh, over the weekend, I, was, I actually played some Final Fantasy XV oh. over the weekend, like for real. So anyway, I was more interested in playing the real games. But guys, I tried. I really did. And uh, and I was I was as disappointed or more as I thought I would be in the course of that research. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's my story. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't I can't decide whether I should take the joke on myself or give it to you, but I was just thinking it's, it's like, oh, it's it's about as disappointing as sex with you is normally, right? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> brutal. It seemed a little too brutal to, to just insult you like that. I'm like, should I make fun of the joke myself? Oh no, or? this this'll leave a sad and flaccid, just like that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. So, so now right. Now, Rob, you, you I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a way to word this. So you I can't I can't do it. Go ahead. I was gonna say you have a history with sex games, don't you? Or something like that. So like you have a history with sex. I would hope so. I'm 30 something. Yeah. I'm like I wasn't sure where any of this was going, but I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but no, you you're, you've only one of no. only the only one of us actually has evidence that we've had sex, I guess. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have kids, so yeah. we can't we can't prove anything. We can't can prove we? anything. Yeah, no. For for me, games have just always been there, right? Uh, all throughout me being a kid. Obviously, mm. you've known me for a long time. I've shown you like a lot of the games that you play nowadays, like StarCraft, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but so for me, growing up being an awkward as shit kid, uh, there was like I was I was just like oh so there's porn so there's games there, they must be also like porn games yeah. and then of course you find them on like new ground shit like that mm. but like over the years um you hanging out on different like message boards stuff like that talking with different kinds of people uh participating uh in world of warcraft of course you got baron's chat shit like that you're gonna find out about a lot of these other games yeah. there's actually a repertoire of quality sex games out there effectively yeah, they're not bad which is kind of shocking the problem is is it's really hard to tell the good ones from the bad ones yes you before don't you play before them. you play them so like the idea is that you'd have to go out and talk to people um but either way so when we got this assignment i was like oh i'm gonna go ahead and play uh Acubus, uh trip which is not actually like even really a sex game it's more like a like a 
fight to undress people kind of game. Yep. And uh, I didn't actually even have the time to play it. I was just like so bogged down with other shit. But I do have a repertoire of game because apparently I'm a, of games because I'm a deviant. I was just going to call uh, you a deviant. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, there's some good quality ones out there. Um, and it, they are hard to find. You're right. But there's one that I played some time ago and it's a very popular series. Uh, I think it was the seventh in the series is the one I played. It was wow. uh, called, uh, yeah, no, no, it's like, it's, it's up there now. It's called Rance. R-A-N-C-E. Okay. Um, and the game takes place in, uh, Japan and the idea is that you're trying to kind of like unify Japan. So this is like a shogunate? Yeah. Merit? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So anyway, your character comes in. Are all the other females the show, the other shogunates? Uh, no, all of them, no. Okay. Uh, well, I, but okay. I'm starting to imagine the game Shogun with yes. sexy women. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be entertaining for you because you're going to probably go play this game after. <laughs> oh, no, probably not. No, but... you probably will. Okay, anyway, so the way that the game actually works is that um, the, all of the sex scenes and stuff are relegated to like visual novel style, but you only get them unlocked depending on the courses you take in the game, and the courses you take are kind of really up to your choice because the idea is that you start with one area on the map that's yours and you have generals and stuff like that and all your generals have a different troop type so whenever you go into combat it's like a six versus six troop combat style we have a front line and a back line and it's a tactical fucking combat and it's like final fantasy style side to side combat where you do all these different kinds of things to like win out the day holy hmm. shit yeah when does the sex part come <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like as you conquer territories, you beat the area and you get the princess is the oh. idea. Or like these generals yeah. and stuff like that. So you kind of collect these sex scenes that way. But depending on who you attack first and who needs help and stuff like that, you will get different scenes. Uh, for for that same character. Yes. That same general that you would you'd get yes. different ones. Yeah. So, um, not all conquered the, them versus peacefully diplomacy them. Right. And, so and not, not all the time is it general. Sometimes it's like the general of the army or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then anyway, so there's like a thousand fucking threads of story. It's like, Jesus it's a, Christ. it's fucking mind boggling. And then like you play the game. It's like, it's tactically, it, it there's a challenge to it. It's a hard game to play and <laughs> half. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're hard playing the game. Like, it's weird. <laughs> no, like, uh, anyway, so like you get to this point, halfway through the game, all of a sudden, like, demons fucking invade. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and so you're fighting back this demon army. And it's like, if you have not... All I'm imagining is your character just giving up a harem of women, and you're just sitting there swanking your dick, just like, back demons, these are mine! <laughs> I just think it's strange how they put the actual history of Japan into a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's nuts. Like like the Edo Demon Invasion. <laughs> uh, Edo Demon yeah, Invasion. Exactly. Um, anyway, so, yeah, the, the, this game is, like, it's mind-boggling how much fucking shit they put in this game. Like, the, the amount of, like, if-thens okay, and so stuff like that. Is it scantily clad women, or is there full-on? There's full-on yeah, oh, okay. full scenes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, like... Uh, it's weird. There's even a sex scene with your sword at one point because your sword's sentient. Oh, fuck? Yeah, your sword is sentient. That sounds terrible. Uh, it's got like tendril arms or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> less terrible. It's like a tentacle scene, I think. Okay. The fact that it's a tentacle sword is less terrible than what I had imagined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we don't want to make we don't want to make light of actual Japanese history, but <laughs> obviously the tentacle, you know, dick jerking swords were, you know, a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so 
God damn it. I can't even fucking keep a straight face. Um, but yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's very, uh, entertaining. Cause I was like, there was a, a couple of days where I would literally sit down and play this game. I would just fast forward through all the visual novel shit. Cause I'm like, I gotta beat this game. <laughs> hell or high water i will conquer this land with my penis the worst part is that you will get to a certain point in the game where you get the uh what you ran into with Final fantasy tactics where you've gone too far you can't back up enough to fix the problem yeah so like there's times that you'll get to the this point in the game you're like shit and they back up and you can't and you're like fuck start over oh shit but like the thing was that every time i played the game the story was always different Pretty much every single you fucking time. came before you finished the game. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, finished the game. but the thing was like, man, there's a lot of content to this game. And no, you guys are chuckling. We're all laughing. But like, <laughs> god damn. This was a tough fucking game to crack. <laughs> it's a hard one. Yeah. No, it was. It was very difficult. Left you really raw, huh? <laughs> man, I don't know what to tell you. It's like... It was difficult. It was the Dark Souls oh, of porn games. <laughs> but like this was prior to Dark Souls. But a Dark Souls porn game would be probably pretty popular. No, I don't know if you've ever seen your character when they're when they're not fully in humanity. No. Oh God, that would not be very. Yeah, it'd good. be fantastic. We talking about? You're like, you're like undead. You're like a zombie. Yeah, you're a shrivel, rotting shri- skin. shriveled body. Yeah, yeah nice. you're a shriveled like body. a mummy outside of its wrapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah man. It would not be good. Well, some people are probably into it. Well, yeah. I mean, when you get ganked so many times by those jackasses without wearing an armor. <laughs> I mean, there is the uh, the princess of, I forget the name of the place. Oh, yeah. yeah do yeah, do yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking about here? No, I never played Dark Souls. Oh, so there's a part in Dark Souls, and I'll get, I'll get a picture of it. So in the first game, you fight through, you fight some big bads, and you get through to a chamber, and there's a princess there. Hmm. Um who's giving who gives you an item so you can continue yes and every time you can write little messages down on the ground to kind of warn other people uh about you know what's up ahead like hey trap ahead chest ahead <laughs> yeah and so every time you are it is guaranteed that on the floor right in front of the scene oh my god i just saw the picture uh a different one right you it is guaranteed that right before the scene there's a message on the ground that says chest ahead <laughs> okay. Princess is giant. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a giant. Yeah, yeah, she's why. a giantess. Yeah, I see why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it's famous for that. That's hilarious. I no, I just saw this picture. Uh, oh, major major blind spot in my gaming uh, history. I need to play Dark Souls. I, I still. just saw this. <laughs> What does it say? Jeff instead of the princess, <laughs> it's edited. So instead of the princess on the throne, it's Jeff Goldblum from, yeah. from Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park yeah, 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 where he's like shirtless, laying there, yeah. all sexy. Well, yeah. Yeah. His shirt's yeah. open. Yeah. If we were doing sexiest um, movies, whoo, that would make it. That would make <laughs> oh, it. Oh man. Uh, fuck. So I think I had, I had the most like positive you, experience. You did. Yeah, I would say so. But like from a gaming perspective, I think that mine beat out yours. Yeah, mechanically, definitely. Yeah. Mine was honestly, Amanda hated me. Yeah. Because I have a mechanical keyboard that is fairly clicky. Yeah. yeah. And all you can hear is. Because every time, like, I would t- t- speed up the text, because I always read faster than the text shows itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it does a scrolling text. Right. Yeah. So totally. I want, you read it before it's even on the screen. I read it before it's even on the screen. So I'd, I'd go, every time it switched text, which is a sentence, maybe three words, yeah. I would chunk twice. Yeah. Once to move it forward and once to, you Just know, to, to, get it to through fully the fill it. Yeah, yeah. So it. 
Yeah, that would get fucking annoying. That's awesome. Yeah, that would get fucking annoying. She's like, I fucking hate you right now. Oh, my God. That makes sense. So so that's it. I think that's it for the uh, Sexy Spectacular, the uh, episode 69 Sexy Spectacular. You didn't talk about The Mandalorian. Oh, no, no, no. We're still going to do that. (laughs) The Mandalorian is a sexy spectacular. Uh, (laughs) It's the sexiest, really. Uh, So, yeah, I guess we could get into the Mandalorian notes, which I also have here. All right, so Mando, Season 1, Episode 3. The title, I did not write down, but I'm sure it has a title. The Sin. The Sin, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Is. Good title, actually. Very good yeah. title. And, I, as uh, soon as relevant. I saw the title, I knew exactly what was going to happen in the episode. Yeah, and we're gonna we're just going to do this uh, with spoilers because we're kind of short on time here already. Uh, coming up, by the time we're done with this, it'll be over two hours. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and do this spoilers. Uh, so spoilers out. Everybody look out. If you're still watching it or haven't seen this episode yet, please do not listen to this. Please go and watch it, and then you can come back and uh, listen to this time-stamped portion of the episode. So anyway, yeah, have at it. I kind of predicted it. I, like I said, I was telling you guys earlier that I don't think it was the best of the three episodes so far. Yeah. I think it's the worst of all three. Still a great episode. But definitely the worst of all three. Yeah, it's the worst. My favorite part was the part with the Mandalorian when he's getting when he brings the steel back. Yeah, the Beskar. The Beskar and all the Mandalorians are checking over his shoulder, all pissed off at him. Like, hey, this is you know this is charred by Imperial stuff. Yeah, we hate the Imperials. They're being very heavy handed on. Like, no, we hate the Imperials. I love their masks. Do you know why? Yeah, because the because the Imperials fucked up their world. Uh, the Mandalorian purge, yeah. Yeah, now, they mention they bring it up in well, the first episode. Now, when they're yeah. when they're showing the flashback though during that sequence, similar to the first time to show a flashback yeah. when he's like watching the Beskar being turned into armor for himself. Uh, during the flashback sequence, it actually shows that it's actually Trade Federation droids yeah. uh, that are the ones doing the killing in his village, in his particular place, uh, which they, they, they never said. Is it Mandalore? Is it not Mandalore? Is it some other place? Who knows? But the fact of the I matter is... I pretty clear it was his. Yeah. I, I do find it funny that they say they hate the Imperials, even though technically the Imperials claim to have defeated the... Like, the public knowledge is that... So that means the Mandalorians know the truth. Well, okay, so there's a couple things there, right? So in the, have you been watching the Clone Wars series? I had no, I haven't. I haven't started it. I yet. watched two, like one episode. Did you? You got the list though, right? Yeah, I got your yeah, list. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. good. Um, if you when you do watch it, uh, there is a section that takes place on Mandalore. Uh, so you actually get to see the planet. Okay. Um, and its capital city is very much reminiscent of Coruscant. Interesting. Okay. So like it's like it's a it's a sure. tech society, um, and it's uh, in the Clone Wars is dealing with they have a leader in place that's trying to kind of move Mandalorians to a more peaceful way of life. Okay, uh, moving them away from kind of like their bread and butter, and there's obviously tensions for that. Um, but it's a it's a whole arc in the in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah but I, what I'm saying is it's very confusing that he blames the Imperials, even though according Ooh. to the flashback. It was the Trade Federation droids. Right. So, so as far as I'm aware in the lore of it, now we know that the Trade Federation was being puppeteered by Palpatine. Right. And he was playing both yeah. sides. But I don't think the public knowledge knows that. No, they do not. So why would he, if, if it was the droids from the Trade <clears throat> Federation, why would he blame the Imperials when technically, according to the story of the world, the Imperials beat the, because it was the Republic, okay. right? Beat. Maybe the it's because the Imperials so, plundered what, what they had taken from the Mandalorian. Yes. So um, 
I'm not sure if how they've changed the story because now it's Disney canon, so things have altered. The way that it looks to me is that the Trade Federation came in and started doing a number on Mandalore. Uh, the Mandalorian has probably cried out for help. The uh, Republic, now the Empire, comes in, mm-hmm. wipes out the Trade Federation, but then claws all of its natural resources of Mandalore and takes it off world. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I think happened because Mandalore and Iron or they call it steel in this either way it um is one of the most powerful um materials as far as like resistance yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's up there uh with like cortosis weaved uh gear stuff like that. Yeah. So like big deal. Um so it's going to be kind of interesting to see because every time we see these flashbacks, he gets, like whenever he levels up, he gets another piece of armor, yeah. Yeah. we get more <laughs> of the flashback. So this time we saw a B2, or sorry, a super battle droid. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much like taking shit out and then it kind of gets, it gets knocked right at the end of the vision, right? But do we see what kills it? No, 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 I don't no, think. No, no, I no, think we it's didn't doing see. the killing. It, it was about to kill him and then that was okay. yeah. cut out. Yeah, okay. So I assume it probably So we don't know why knocked. he got saved. Yeah. Could be, could be a number of reasons. So, It'll be interesting to see. It'll actually be really funny if he's actually not opposed to the Empire as much as the other people because the Empire may have saved him. It seems like he is because the whole crux of this episode yeah. is that he doesn't like the idea. If, if, if he had given the baby Yoda to you know the what he thought was a good people, not the Empire, he probably would have been fine with it. But because the Empire is the Empire, he knew something not good was happening. Yeah, there was a couple uh, things at play there. One of the things, too, was that they had given out fobs to, like, every guild member in his Bounty Hunters And they guild. all just and wanted him dead. He, he took issue with that right away, and they established that pretty early on. But at the same time, they, they're, they're trying to establish as well that, um, like, obviously these are, like, Empire or Imperial remnants. So these guys who are, like, uh, I think he even uses the term warlord. Grief Karga calls them warlords at yeah, some point. Yeah, okay, so um, in Legends, there is a period after the fall of the Empire yeah. uh, kind of called, like, the uh, Era of Warlords. Uh, the name, exact name kind of eludes me. But there is, effectively, the Empire was so fucking big, it obviously yeah. does not crash overnight. So what ends up happening is when well, Palpatine... there's a lot of very rich officers who Well, are, yeah, yeah, and like governors and shit like right. that. So when Palpatine gets offed, then now... They all fight for power. Yeah, and so because they already... Some of them, like especially the Moffs, are all section, like sector governors and stuff like that, they kind of consolidate their power. So they all become kind of warlords, stuff like that. Like originally okay. there was... Um, Oh, man, I can't remember her name. She was an Imperial Intelligence Officer. I was actually literally just talking to somebody about her today. She becomes like a warlord in the Legends of Lore, then Thrawn becomes a warlord in the mm-hmm. Legends of Lore, but Thrawn obviously now takes place before this yeah, yeah, or whatever. Place, yeah. So the idea is that these warlords kind of all kind of come up and start vying for power, and that they eventually settle on the Imperial Remnant eventually. But, uh, yeah, some, some weird stuff happens, but I didn't get the feeling like he actually cared about about the empire i think it was more is a little more nuanced than that because what it was was when he originally goes and gets the job it's like okay we want you to bring him in alive if you can and then the one guy's like yeah but you know if you got to kill it you got to kill it yeah and i think that that's where he took issue it was that like these people are not necessarily having this thing's best interest at heart i think it was that that plus every other person that he interacted with didn't have the same deal that he did. His deal was bring it in alive. If you can, we'll pay you more. Yeah. Whereas everyone else was 
kill it. Their yeah. commandment, their, yeah. their job was to just kill it. There was no save it if you can. Wh- which makes me think that they almost assumed that the Mandalorian was not going to get the job done. No. No. I the well, way no, I definitely it, didn't assume he would. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, the way I interpreted it was so the I forget his name, Cat Cas Car, Cars. What's what's the Grief Carga? Grief Carga. Uh, he was like, "Kill it if you can," you know, whatever his fucking accent. No, 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 oh, that's no, not no, Grief no, Carga. You're talking no. about the Imperial officer. The Imperial officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He was like, "Kill it." His first order was kill it, and then the scientist came in and was like, "No, no, but we'd rather it alive." Well, you you actually predicted at that point. You think the scientist is a good guy on the wrong side. Yeah. Turned out he kind of is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I think what happened was yeah. 90% of the deals that were made were he made without there. he wasn't there. Yeah. Right. And so they were just told kill it yeah. by the payroll officer guy. Yeah. yeah. And then, but th- in this particular scenario, the doctor had come in at the right moment and yeah. Yeah. said, oh no, we, but we'd rather it alive. So the order for the mando was different than well, everyone else actually if you remember the way that it played out actually was that it was to bring in alive was the first thing he was told oh, right because the doctor was there yeah. but i'm saying yeah you're right i see what you're saying and because uh, the doctor you, was you're there, probably the right because he does wander in like he's not like he doesn't know necessarily that the mandalorian is there yeah he just kind of stumbles in on the mm-hmm. meeting exactly so you, it was unexpected yeah i could see that being the case Dude, that's how, my how good was werner herzog in that scene too oh he's so oh good. my god i'm blown away by how good of an actor the guy is yeah, he's fantastic yeah. i had no idea so yeah. no he's freaking brilliant like the way he kind of like the mando starts asking questions and he just snap immediately asserts himself like that yeah. he's so sweet i'm like this but, guy is a fucking badass but, and that's so, so cool that's part of the code though right that's part of the guild is that you're not supposed to ask questions outside of like the target and you're not supposed to be asking the before or after necessarily. Like, you're supposed to be completely separated with the circumstances surrounding the bounty. Yeah. yeah. Your target is that. It's a it's a quarrel. It's not even a person. It's right. called a quarrel. Right. Because you are going to get an asset. Yeah. That is what your job is. Right. So when you are asking, like, hey, what's the asset do? Stuff like that. You're asking questions outside of the bounds of what your job is. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when the Mandalorian starts saying that, that's why people have that reaction is because the guild is supposed to be a cut above the general freelance bounty hunters. Right, right. There's, they have a code that they stick to, and a, it's a discretionary code. And as soon as you ask that question, what else have you done? So yeah. that's why he turns on him like that, like vocally. Yeah. I found it interesting that I was right. He did hand in the baby, and I knew he would. Yeah. But I was like, okay, he handed the baby... And I knew because I was kind of, it was weird that I, I predicted it to a degree. I'm like, okay, yeah. is he going to protect the baby or hand it in? I think he's going to hand it in, but he still cares for this thing. So what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. He handed it and then cared for and, it. And then he cared for it. Yeah. And I think he just kind of wanted to see through like what, ha- what actually happened. Cause he was asking grief cargo who uh, else had the fobs. No, I think, I think the and... payment, I think the payment at first, yeah. he wanted the payment. He's like, okay, I can put this behind me. Like I have everyone else. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. And he got the payment. Yep, and, and then the over armor. time he realized he couldn't do it. No, yeah. it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. That's not what happened. In the in the show, he gets the armor. He, he doesn't even care about the 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 fact that the little Yoda is gone, or at least doesn't seem to. There's no mention of anything like that. That he's having any kind of feelings about it. Like he's happy that the foundlings are now going to have more iron. He's got his armor. Fantastic. He gets in his ship to go do another bounty across the galaxy. He's like, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to separate myself from this whole thing in the first place. I mean, obviously, like, he feels bad about it. That's why he's going for the furthest location. Yeah, but he, but, he, but he keeps asking questions about it. But, no, he doesn't. Not really, yeah, right? He, he asked the, he asked the dude. same question. 
Yeah. Because he has a passing interest, yeah, but which he's is not sure. With it. Yeah. But when he sits down in the cockpit and he sees the piece on his uh, part of his drive on the console is off. Yeah, the knob. He remind, the, the knob reminds he him that uh, that it was like, something he was playing with. And at that point, he shuts down his ship, and then that's really yeah, the first time in. they indicate that this guy is sentimental. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's not not the first time. I think it but, bugged yeah. him. It kept bugging him, and he kept thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he thinking got, about it. But he got the b- Basque, b- Brass, what was the name of the armor? Beskar. Beskar. Yeah. He got yeah. the Beskar armor. He got it forged. Badass Beskar armor. Badass Beskar Woo! armor. Which, by the way, I love the helmet of the chick who forges his shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spartan helmet. Dude, oh, it's so cool. Fucking sweet, yeah. man. Oh, oh, so bad. I love the costume. They're all based off like that Corinthian style. Oh, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. So they cool. look like it. They're so cool. So he gets all that, and I think there's a, you know, I, I'm adding to it. I don't think necessarily the character under, his character understands, but I'm adding to it because I understand yeah. the psychology of these characters. But he kind of, to a degree, was like, I'm trying to separate this. I can just separate from this. I can just separate this. But what's going to happen to the baby? I can separate from this, but what's going to yeah, happen yeah, to the yeah. baby? And that's why he kept asking it. He's yeah. been asking it in his head the whole time. Yeah. We just don't know that. We're told that because he, he asked... Um, the guy, the I forget the name, who gives him the bounties. He asks him, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you don't fucking ask that questions. Fuck off." And it, it's he's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna keep putting." I, this I think me. Grief Cargo said they're either gonna eat it or wear it. I don't know which. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and he just keeps forgetting. He just keeps forgetting. He just keeps putting it behind him, and eventually, yeah. he gets to his ship. Thinking, yeah. I got this. I'm just going to take a vacation. Going to go on that cruise. Yeah. <laughs> do the bounty somewhere else. And then he looks at that, and that was the last fucking straw. That was yeah. the. Nope. Yeah. I'm going to deal with this. Yeah. And I think that, it's I, like the, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not fuck. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think yeah. the sentiment might come from a little bit the fact that they've established he's a foundling himself, right? So his parents were killed in whatever battle with with the Trade Federation. He he ends up. They haven't shown how yet, but he ends up becoming a foundling, which is like these children without parents who are being raised in a Mandalorian way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think he he might deep down, and maybe they'll reveal this, maybe they won't. But the baby Yoda is also a foundling uh, for all intents and purposes. Well, yeah, in the sense yeah. in the sense that it can't make the choices yet, right? Right. So it right. needs to be. Protected. I think he identifies with that. Yeah, yeah. I think he really does, I and and so. I, I think for I sure. think that's kind of where it's coming from. So uh, maybe maybe this would have played out differently if it was one of the other uh, Mandalorians who had turned in the bounty. Who knows. Um, I don't think they would have taken the job. No? No. Interesting. Why not? Because they fucking said it. (laughs) They're like, why why are we allowing this guy to be be here? Because he's just had me to deal with a bunch of fucking Imperials. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, So, like, I think that any other character that's a Mandalorian just would have said, "Ah, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) They would have walked in, saw the Stormtroopers, and walked the fuck back (laughs) out. (laughs) See you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, the Stormtroopers wouldn't have cared because they didn't tell him anything at that point. But, <laughs> True. Uh, the um, there was some really fun shit in this episode, though. Oh my god! Like, the episode so itself fun. wasn't super fantastic, like you said, in the sense of like, well, okay, what is it really doing for the plot? I mean, it's, we're really just solidifying the character. Like, we had suspicions up until yeah, now, and that it didn't have the the other ones had this the Man of No Name series where the scene where the guy had his gun and it's silhouetted in the background these artistic, interesting scenes, these artistic, There's... interesting things. Nothing in this episode shocked me at all. Okay. Not, and I don't mean shock like, Oh, I didn't expect that. I mean, shock as in like, that's beautiful or, uh, that I had, was I had interesting. Some, I had some fuck yeah moments. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely some of those, but I can have those in, yeah. I had plenty of those in the Avengers movies. Yeah. I had yeah. those on a higher, I had yeah. a fuck yeah moments way higher in the Avengers movie. But there was like, there was like initially it was the scene when they were in the foundry and basically there's, there's the little fight, the sort of tribal 
battle squabble that takes place between oh, uh, the between the Mandalorian and, and Heavy. Oh, the, the covert, so, they call it. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're actually slicing at each other oh, with yeah. the vibroblades. Which they actually animated the vibroblades. And they animated the vibroblades. I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. this is what Rob was talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I'm like, what happened in the second episode? That Like, did they not just No, it wasn't animated. If you look carefully, it does vibrate. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that in the second episode. Yep. And and I, I noticed that, that so it many did, I didn't notice it either, but in this one, it's really apparent. It's like front and center. It's going... Yeah, it's like you can see it vibrating. It's vibrating a lot more in this yeah. one than it is yes. in number two. In number two, it just looks fuzzy. It's yeah. what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like it's super, like it's ultrasonic. Effect. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I figured you wouldn't even notice that it's vibrating really much um, because it's just going yeah. so quickly. Well, the idea is that it's supposed to fade because it's moving so fast yeah. that you, it looks like there's almost like two blades there. In yeah, a sense, yeah, two right? blades, or or yeah, or just one thicker blade. Or yeah, something like that. yeah. So that's kind of like what it's supposed to be. But the one thing I wanted to get to, though, that I was going to say, the one thing I loved about this was they dropped a lot of, like, ancillary stuff about the world in general. Like, uh, things that have always been in the kind of the lore but have never really been confirmed. Like, just, like, entertaining shit. Like, the Twilight healing baths. I fucking died. Yeah, that, that was good, too. Um, yeah, Grief Cargo's Yeah, Grief like, like, oh, I'll take you to the Twilight healing baths. Yeah, yeah. What, what are they? Like, I don't, I don't, it's, okay. like, it's like a brothel. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like it's something. It's like stuff that you know is out there, but like it's never really acknowledged in yeah. the wider lore. And so, like for them to acknowledge it in such a major way in the, in the new canon was just funny to hear. Um, but then, like when we actually had the whole standoff with him at the end, which is I think a lot of people's favorite parts, because that's when the Mandalorians come out to play. Ooh, buddy, uh, you knew they come out to play. Yeah, that was a lot of fun because um, at that point. Uh, it, it felt like all the way up to that point, the Mandalorians had effectively, they're, they're always in hiding. They're not coming out to help anybody. But at that point, he actually went and shot the Empire of the Finger. That's really what he did, right? Yeah. Like, he got he got the, the baby Yoda back. The Mandalorians don't give a fuck about that. They do give a fuck about shooting the Empire of the Finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So as soon as he did that, they're like, yeah, we'll back this guy up. Yeah. And they come out in a real big way. Oh, buddy. And they decimated everybody. I, I did not. That was actually a surprise moment for me. I was blown away by how that ended. I expected maybe one character to come out who maybe we hadn't seen yet with like a really heavy weapon or something. But what actually happened is all of the Mandalorians uh, from the hideout all invade this battle scene all at the same time, killing all the rest of the uh, whatever. And I don't know. And I don't know why I expected it. But when the first shot, the first, you know, off the screen shot came in mm-hmm. from what, what we now know as the Mandalorians, I thought it was going to be the IG unit. Oh, that would have been funny. That would have been cool. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be the IG unit. But why? Correct. I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out why. I'm like, okay, maybe because I, I figured this was the beginning of bringing the party in. Yeah. I mean, I, I could have seen if the um, the Ugnaught character played by Nick Nolte had gone and, and, yeah, and yeah. kind of like repaired him and like taught him a new way. I didn't even think of that. I that just, been cool. I expected that and then it wasn't him and I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't see that coming. But I don't know why I would have expected the IG unit. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Like it's there's a there's a bit of confusion with me in the show and I'm assuming the IG unit becomes a part of the crew at some point. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not even that one. Maybe not IG 11, maybe somebody else. Like a different model. Yeah. But and then there's uh, the female character, too, we haven't seen yet. I'm suspecting we're going to see her in the next episode. Yeah, played by uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the MMA fighter, whose yes. name I can never remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Rousey? Uh, no, I'll look it up right now. Keep um, going. Anyway, so they're all going to come in at some point. But I'm like, part of me is wondering, like, do they put these people so prominently on the cover fucking art? Because they're Fuck just like, us? yeah, like to pull uh, just like a fuck you thing. Because like when we saw, think of... Um, 
when we first saw Finn with the lightsaber, people were like, yeah, Finn's going to be a Jedi, yada, yada, yada. And he wasn't. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, Super Mr. X, right? So, I'm wondering, like, are they doing that? Part of me thinks probably not, but uh would be funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so but I would also see, be sad. Uh, to G- see. Gina Carano is her name. Yes. Oh, Gina Carano. Gina Carano yeah. And then uh, we also haven't seen uh, Giancarlo Esposito yet. He played Gus Fring in Breaking Bad. So, yes. he's dressed as an Imperial officer in one of the images that I've seen for the. Oh, right. really? Yeah. 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 I he's in this. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. He's in like full Imperial I'm, regalia, too. I, he might yeah. be the new Imperial that's after the Mando. Well, I, I think Werner Herzog is still there. He didn't get killed in the, in the basin. Yeah, no, right. he, he, he walked away. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm wondering. If uh, Werner Herzog's character is kind of like he's more of a operative working behind the scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he's got a medallion and stuff like that for the Imperials. And he's got access to Stormtroopers. Yeah. So there's some stuff going on there. But I'm thinking that as this new character comes in, he is probably like the admiral of a fleet. Or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Boy, I really like the invasion scene too where Mando basically goes to save baby Yoda. And uh, so there's, there's the part where he, for, he grabs one of the stormtroopers with his lanyard, pulls him in scorpion style, and it stabs him in the neck with the vibro blade. Just yes. Instant kill. Oh, yeah. And then there's the one who jumps up behind him and surprises him and he turns around and freaking flamethrowers him to death. Yeah. So I, good. And, and then the whistling birds. Bad man. weapons. Yeah. Because it takes so long. Like, uh, depends on who you're using them on. Yeah, yeah, but you would think that you have a flamethrower. If I have a gun, by the time the flamethrower does enough damage to me, especially if I'm in armor, I just get to shoot you once, and that's all I have to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it with him. His armor mostly deflects it, but still, I, 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 okay. I'm I always bothered by flamethrowers so, as a weapon because there's the flamethrowers where you put napalm on them, and then they stay burning. Yes. But they can still shoot you in that time. It's right. not a quick enough death it's not effective well, enough well, well, well it's, it's still a noble kill yeah 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 so um i think the big thing with mandalorians and flamethrowers is that they are kind of an, an homage to fighting the jedi because flamethrowers can't really be blocked by a lightsaber yeah, fair enough but there is also creatures out there that shooting something with a blaster is not going to be very effective as as like compared to burning it because it may be regenerative or it may have like a very thick carapace and so like you may not be able to pierce that armor but if you turn up so the heat enough for animals that like don't have cooking armor, and stuff like, like that yeah. yeah you're cooking something yeah oh you know a cat was more you know a big you know a big bear is less going to be affected by a bullet than it will be with a giant yeah. plasma flamethrower there's face. also and, the, the purifying angle too yeah. as well because it's fire so well, they're kind of religious the the well i don't think that's really the angle to go with that yeah that. but the other thing is that it's a, it is an area of effect weapon uh, yeah. Even if you don't kill somebody with it, you're going to yeah. distract the fuck out of and, them. And because... he did that, too. He did that when he yeah. was trying to get away and all the bounty hunters were shooting at him. He set up at one point and shot all the rest of the flame that he had out, and it became like a big area attack until he ran out yeah. and had to duck back. Right. Down. So like the idea is like you could do that to throw people off because what's your initial fucking reaction when flames come firing at you? Yeah. True. It's not to go, I'm going to stand here and take this in the face. It's to get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. And so the like, whistling birds were good too. The little rockets that he yeah, shot out of his uh, gauntlet. Yeah, the micro the, rockets. Yes, yeah, so sweet. Honestly, I wasn't expecting them to use it this episode. Uh, I'm glad he did. I figured it was going to be used later on, but yeah. he, he didn't use all of them. No, no. But uh, I but was y- expecting this to be a we're setting this up for like five episodes down the line. Yeah, no, but it was as soon well, as he was did, sur- yeah. as soon as he was surrounded, and I was like. Yeah, he's going to use them. <laughs> I kind of didn't want him to use it. I kind of wanted him to build up the anticipation of them. I, mean, he's, I wanted it to be a situation where he kept going, no, not now. Yeah. Because they did talk about how rare they were. Yeah. And well, I, I wanted it to be a, this isn't important enough, or this, th- I don't need this right now. Yeah, and the, 
it was a little sad, and I agree with you on that because there's the moment when he first encounters the stormtroopers, and they're like, "It's four versus one." He's like, "I like those odds." He doesn't have the whistling birds at that point. Yeah. So like at, at that when I saw that scene, I was like, "Okay, here comes the throwdown," and then it was just like the whistling birds, like, "Okay, fair enough, whatever." I think in this one, he was thinking a bit differently because he had Baby Yoda. With yeah, him. yeah, yeah. He didn't want the firefight. Right. Yes, you're right, and you're right. Um. So, I mean, overall, uh, episode was fun, for sure. I don't think it was the most substantial episode, but I think it was a lot of fun. And if you're a big fan of The Mandalorians, which I know a lot of people are, um, this was the episode for you. Yeah. Because The Mandalorians came with to play. And I did, of course, love that line near the end. He's like, I gotta get me one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with the, the rockets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good. That so, was good. But, uh, yeah, no, it was fun. It was so fun to see. Here's it. the actress playing the armorer. Her name's, was it Emily Swallow? Yeah, Emily Swallow. Oh, I just reset it. Yeah, that's the actress playing the armor. Cause it did she actually get in the armor, cool. or yeah, does she? Oh, her armor. Okay, yeah. Does she get in the oh. costume, or does she just do the? Voice? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, would I think I think actually all of them do the acting. Okay, yeah. I think I don't know, but I I think they do. Cool. All right. So uh, yeah, it's a little hard to make predictions for the next episode because I think that they just sort of established some of the you know the main baddies in this the one. The way I think of it is this is I, like the tutorial. They just set up the story. Now we travel on the yeah, journey. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can see him really doing right now is going after the next bounty. Yeah, really. Kinda laying low. I, th- going I think after he's the next like, bounty. well, I left something behind. I should go no, get that. I think that. he's trying to find a place for the baby to. I think he will. Yeah, I think I think, I think it's part of it, but at the other, same time, like, does he really have some place to go? I don't know. We'll find don't out. Know. We'll find out. Yeah, maybe we don't know his past. So there could be other know. underground factions of Mandalorians too. That there's we more coverts. Oh, there's definitely yeah, more coverts. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. But yeah, hell so, yeah, man! This Friday coming up. Oof, it's a, it's hard to wait for it. But. I know, man. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah, my only gripe again: very short episodes. So I would like to see a little bit longer of an episode, but I'm guessing that that's not going to happen. So it seems like 35 minutes is kind of the the number they're after here. Yeah, yeah. for the for this series at least. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's um, with the resounding popularity of this, first off, this series will probably go on for a while. Oh yeah. But I would be shocked if they were not planning more series now. It'll just be hard because John Favreau. What do you mean? Busy. Yeah, but he'll they, delegate. I mean, Filoni does a huge part on this thing. True. So, like, and Filoni did all the animated ones. So, like, there's delegation that can be done here without losing uh, the heart of it, I think. True, true. Yeah, I should say, too, because I, I named uh, the director is only Dave Filoni, which he, he's he's doing a large portion of it. However, there are other directors involved. Yes. Uh, and, of course, the show we should name, one is uh, Rick Fu, uh, Fumuyiwa, which I'm not too familiar with him, Deborah Chow. Uh, Taika Waititi is one of the directors, and also interestingly, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, another actor Wait, director. Taika Waititi's directing one. He's yeah. directing one of them. Oh, and so is so okay. is Bryce Dallas Howard, which is brilliant. Who's, who's that? So that would be Ron Howard's daughter, the director yeah. of uh, the final director of uh, Han Solo, the guy who sort of saved the movie. Oh, okay. So nice. he, he did like Apollo thirteen, and dude, he's done so many movies. I know who Ron Howard. Yeah, is, yeah. yeah. Nice. So it's his daughter. Yeah, she's an actress though. She was um, uh, Gwen Stacy in. Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. She played Gwen Stacy in that. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. Know she like. And she was in an episode of uh, Black Mirror. So the one where they have like the social rating system. And then mm-hmm. she ends up becoming a truck driver in the end. I thought that I thought that one was, uh, that actress was, for that one, uh, the fuck's her name? The one in, in The Good Place. Mm. Eh, whatever. No, no, it's no. Bryce Dallas Howard. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Different person. Oh, yeah. And then she's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, uh, Jurassic World. 
She's the lady yep. in Jurassic World. Oh, main, okay. Main lady. Now, now yeah, I yeah. now okay. Okay, that's one where I recognize her. Roundabout, but we got there. Yeah, we so got there. We got there. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And that's really all I had for this episode, uh, episode sixty nine, spectacular Verona Geek Official podcast. So uh, started off on a regular note, got real sexy in the middle, and then kind of ended. Oh, on a good note with man. I'm gonna as end, well. I'm gonna end on sexy. I, yeah. My Pokemon update. I started. Oh, my that's right. Your newsletter. Real, real quick, I started my uh, my my uh, Nuzlocke back through. Yeah. Started all from scratch. I have now beaten Bay. Interesting. So, so you're the, four gyms in. The one who kicked my ass. Yeah. I have now kicked her ass. Wow, man. And it's sexy because she's got huge fucking thighs. Oh, buddy. That's about it. That's what this episode's all <laughs> the about. Sexy is because I kicked her ass. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm well past. I am at the fourth gym, and my Pokemon are level fifty. Nice. So I'm grinding to shit. I, I've beaten every gym by like twenty levels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> <laughs> way over leveled yeah. cool all right well that's it for this episode i guess we'll do more in-depth playing and watching next time of just other stuff well i mean this whole episode was effectively playing and watching. yeah basically yeah, yeah um, so. but yeah celebration if you will God, so, <laughs> <laughs> playing and wanking <laughs> oh man that's what we should have called it <laughs> oh my no. god I'm, I'm not part of me i'm like i'm happy we did this because it's so ridiculous but at the same time I'm like oh my god thank god it's over i know dude <laughs> okay, first of all this is on the internet forever exhausted. yeah i know <laughs> not only that but it's also now in my Steam library forever. Yep. Yes. And, and now apparently my ads are being affected by it. So, yeah. yay, thanks. And my YouTube suggestions have gotten a little oh, bit racier in I'm recent sure. days. So, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> cool. All right. Have a good one. Thank you.